Drivers meeting is all done for the Tormont Cat 150. That means we are set to go racing in just about half an hour. Hey, welcome back to Riverside International Speedway. Been way too long since I've seen all your faces. I'm Devin Langell along with Tim Terry who's getting our audio stream set up for timscorner.ca. And if your friends aren't here this afternoon, they can tune in online for the entire show today. Today's races for the Toramon Cat 150 are also presented by Celtic Ford. And employee pricing is on right now at Celtic. You pay what Ford employees pay until September 30th. You don't want to miss that. You can save up to $16,000 in total price adjustments on select F-150s. And don't forget to check out their new pre-owned center and their new location, the corner of Main and Elm Street in Antigonish. With Celtic certified pre-owned vehicles, you'll shop, buy, and drive with confidence. Celtic Ford, driven by you since 1947. And they also remind you to keep your physical distancing and, in course, enjoy the races this afternoon. Today's races are also brought to you by Wacogamo Pro Shop and Wearwell. We've been hammering the rules all afternoon, but we are still in a pandemic in Nova Scotia and the Atlantic bubble, frankly. Need to keep your mask on while you are walking around, but once you are in your section, in your seat, and you can take the mask off, breathe that fresh air. There's no better feeling after taking off that mask to breathe in that fresh racetrack air. And again, you have to stay in your zone once you are in it. There are restroom facilities in each zone. If you need food, we've got you covered there. The cabana is running the food this afternoon. Just grab a sheet of paper from one of the ex-women basketball players and you fill it out. You hand them some cash, they take the sheet, and they come back with food just like that, and it is super, super delicious. It's the Toromon Cat 150 pre-race show. Toromon Cat's your cat dealer across eastern Canada. They are dedicated to supplying and serving new and used equipment, delivering a superior customer experience with exceptional product support to the markets they serve. At Toromon Cat, safety is a top priority. They strive to achieve an environment free of injury and accidents for employees and customers. They're also wishing all the best to drivers and fans today for an enjoyable race. Now, it is 2020. It's all about home renovations or maybe building something new. Are you looking for heavy equipment? Toromon Cat has a complete line of used equipment for your needs at an unbeatable value. From construction to paving and crushing to forestry, their superior repair service and their huge inventory of parts offer you the value of top-notch performance. And they have it all for you at Toromon Cat. They are proud to offer the highest quality products and services aimed at exceeding your expectations. They strive to remain on the cutting edge of industry demands. As a proud cat dealer, they boast the broadest suite of single brand equipment in the industry, supported by the superior productivity, reliability, and resale value that are synonymous with the Toromon Cat name. With three locations in the Maritimes, Dartmouth, Sydney, and in New Brunswick. And we are so happy, Tim Terry, that they are sponsoring today's race. They've been supporting racing for ages and ages, and and they're here at the high banks of Riverside. Yeah, it's great to see all the sponsors hop back on board and get ready for what is going to be an exciting afternoon of racing here on the high banks. 18 cars strong for the pro stocks. Getting ready to go green in the Tormont Cat 150. If you're just joining us on timscorner.ca, the racetrack is quiet for now. We'll be going racing in approximately 25 minutes or so. Do some qualifying heat races, do some features. You mentioned a little bit earlier the Napa Sports and Series being split into two 25-lap features. Uh, the vintage cars in the middle, and uh, then we're going to go racing for 150 green flag laps for oh, 150. Yeah, I've been waiting too long for this. And we want to say hey to anybody listening on the timscorner.ca audio stream. If your friends aren't here, tell them to listen this afternoon. This is going to be the can't-miss race 
of early fall. Feels weird saying that. Early fall at Riverside. This is my first fall race here. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had this late into the season in September. We've had uh, the pass race when pass used to come here in October. They used to run the fall foliage 250. And uh, we've had a couple of, of late races in, in September. But it's great to see the leaves are starting to change color over turns number one and two. And it's, it's a beautiful sight. I, I'm excited to see 18 cars rip around this racetrack. And, and six of them, Tim, are King Racing cars. And if you're interested in setting up your car, King Racing are also a proud sponsor of today's Touramont Cat 150. They're located in Pictou County. They offer a full list of race car services, including body, chassis, interior fabrication, along with complete car builds, chassis setups, and racetrack support. They also offer a full selection of circle track parts and supplies and they are an official dealer of Fury Race Cars, and I think I see about, well, yeah, six of them here, Tim. Uh, Five-star bodies and Bassett wheels. They have tremendous success at many of the marquee events. Just to mention, how about this? couple of IWK 250s. Last year's IWK 250 champion, Cassius Clark. Three McLaughlin roof trusses, 250s. Four Cat 250s at Scotia Speed World. Just to name a few. Oh, and the guy who runs that place is a guy named Roy McDonald. You ever heard of him before? Yeah, I've heard a couple of times his name and his grandson. Going to be driving the 13 car today with Austin McDonald. Austin is excited. Picked up a, a pro stock win a few weeks ago up at Speedway 660 prior to their 250. So, you better believe he's excited to get ripping around this racetrack. And, you know, every time the we roll around to Riverside, a 13-car at Riverside, it always seems right to have one here. If you're interested in getting in touch with King Racing, their number is 902-326-8060. And there's high expectations for that team today, along with the 29 Greg Proud making his return to the track in 2020, Tim. Yeah, great to see Greg Proud here. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Greg was really enthusiastic about his race car. Uh, has high expectations. He Usually the cliche is it drives like a Cadillac, but he's a Dodge guy, so it drives like a Viper. Uh, he's, uh, he's excited to go. Great to see Greg Proud here. And look at the top of the leaderboard. Greg Proud, 29, top of the board, final practice. Dylan Gosby in that 91. Nicholas Noggle, the mulletless Nicholas yeah. Noggle in the 08. Jonathan Higgin last weekend's Mike Stevens Memorial 200 winner. And Donald Chisholm rounding out the top five. Corey Hall, Kyle Reed, Waylon Farrell, Cole Butcher, and Austin McDonald rounding out the top ten. Uh, those are the fastest cars in practice. And that was the final practice of the afternoon, so some drivers maybe not opting to get that quick lap in per se and maybe saving a little bit of their stuff for the Atlantic Tilt Load Heat Races and the Tormont Cat 150 coming up a little bit later on this afternoon. You can see the teams down there making the final adjustments to their race cars. 18 cars, 18 different stories. How about Tyler Smith driving the 51 car today? That's the M&K Construction number 51. Usually driven by Mark LeClaire. Mark's over there working on the race car. He said, not medically cleared to drive. So he said, we're already building on 2021. But uh, Tyler Smith... A pro stock competitor at Oyster Bed Speedway, getting his first crack at a Maritime Pro Stock Tour race and his first crack at Riverside International Speedway. He's had Greg Proud and crew helping him out the last couple of years. So I'm pretty intrigued to see what Tyler can do around this racetrack. Just a friendly reminder, if you're entering the racetrack, it feels weird looking at different entrances, but that's the way we have it set up here at Riverside International Speedway. You can sit in the zone anywhere where caution tape is not, and as long as you're apart from another bubble too, to, to add. So... Don't sit on the caution tape. It's there for a reason. 
And uh, again, you have to stay in your zone this afternoon. Wear your face mask while you are walking around here. Uh, a guy that's wearing his face mask, a couple booths over from us, Tim, the great Jim Hallahan and his lovely wife Liz are here this afternoon. Yeah, great to see Jim and Liz here enjoying the racing action. Uh, they got to see the 250 a couple of weeks ago. That was a phenomenal race at Scotia oh, Speed World. And uh, come up the road here to Riverside to see another great race. Scotia wrapped up their season last night with the Car Star Weekly Racing Series here today. And uh, still a couple of races left, but this is really the final major pro stock race of the season. It is. It all comes down to this. The track is looking good. The grass on the front stretch is looking good. And we want to thank Jeff D and the crew. They do a great job every single year. A uh, little later in the year for the boys and the girls to be getting the grass all cut. And, uh, uh, you know, we went kind of dormant here at Riverside since last September, but they made sure the grass didn't grow too high and go over the wall. We don't like to see that. So the track is looking good uh, with grass all around. So we thank them, Jeff D and crew. Uh, for helping out here today, along with the great staff. We can't thank them enough. Uh, the cleaner, security. We've got to give a big shout-out to the St. FX ex-women basketball team. They're here today. A lot of them are enjoying their first pro stock race ever. So they're in for a show while they're delivering your food from the cabana. Yeah, they're going to see a great show. We've had the fish and chips already. We had a, a little sampling of the pepperoni pizza. Uh, some of the best racetrack food that I've, I've had in a while. So hats off to uh, the boys down there at the cabana and... They're doing a great job as uh, we get ever so closer to, to race time, about 20 minutes or so away from seeing those first cars hit the racetrack this afternoon. And, you know, you look down pit road, Dylan, there's not really a whole lot of that thrash mode. The 91 team of Dylan Gosby's got a couple of people underneath the hood. Well, Jody's underneath the hood. Jody's actually doing work. I'm impressed. Uh, but there, you look down the... The field, Ashton Tucker's in behind that big cam fabrication. White Lightning Auto Center number two. That's been the story. We keep talking about the big three so far this season. It's been the two car of Ashton Tucker. It's been the five of Jonathan Hicken. The 53 of Cole Butcher won the Jim Hallahan 250. So if anybody's going to win a race here, I think those are the heavy favorites. But then you look down right in front of us, you got Donald Chisholm and John Fleming. What a team. It's the boys and their toys here at Riverside. And... Yeah, speaking of 2020 and getting toys, it's been a year of getting outdoor equipment and, and riding around in the woods and Redline Sport and Cycle. They're Northeastern, Northeastern Nova Scotia's five-star Yamaha dealer from ATVs and side-by-sides. I know how a lot of people like getting those now. Uh, we just had a hurricane pass through, so generators and outboard motors are pretty important. Uh, Redline Sport and Cycle carry a wide array of Yamaha products to see your outdoor needs. New models arriving daily, including the all-new 2021 Yamaha Wolverine R-Max 1000 side-by-side side that sounds like it's a lot of fun to drive you need to power up your cottage to the power road from hurricane teddy well they've got fully stocked yamaha premium generators to keep you out of the dark they're located just 10 minutes east of anaganish at exit 35b or check them out on the web at www.red-yamaha.ca and again we thank them for supporting the racing today they're in for a good show tim and just mentioning yes Right in front of us, the Nova Racing Team. Uh, I know that John raced a Canadian Tire Series car for that team. Has he driven a pro stock for this team? Yeah, he's had a couple of starts in the 88 car. Hasn't gone the way he wanted to. I believe there was one start where he didn't even make the feature. Had an issue in qualifying and uh, didn't get out onto the racetrack. So uh, excited to see John back at the racetrack. John, Pat, and the entire crew from, you know, what was the 97 car for, for a while has helped out on this 88 car. And, Always great to see the multi-time champion, uh, IWK 250 champion, rip some laps around Riverside International Speedway. You look at the talent that's in this field. Uh, 
We talked about Cole Butcher. Nicholas Noggle led a ton of laps in Halifax two weeks ago in the 08 car. The Brycon Construction Mobile One. Uh, Camry will be strong here today. Uh, Kent Vincent, he hasn't missed a race on the tour. And then you go back to Mascar in 2000, he's at 236 starts. Yep. So there, there's one to watch as well. Great to see Sean Pierce here. Gary Elliott back at Riverside for the first time in a couple of years. He's run some IWK 250s, but great to see him here. Uh, the Ryan Van Orscott team still thrashing on that sportsman car. Uh, looks like Timmy Bruce is over there taking a look at that, that race car. If you're going to have somebody over there from, from Chevrolet, it's, it's got to be Timmy Bruce. Yeah, they better hurry up too because uh, sportsman heats are going to be starting scheduled in about 15 minutes. Uh, well, they got the motor on the hoist. Yeah, but how long does it take to connect cables and, and lines and everything? They don't pay the big money to win the heat race. That's true. <laughs> Just got to be there for the Twin 25s coming up. So to run down the schedule for everyone who's already here, and if you're just getting in in your zone, uh, we are going to kick off with an Napa Sportsman Series, a 10-lap heat. Uh, there's eight cars, so they'll be all together most likely. Then we're going to get the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics presented by NTN Cars on track for a 10-lap heat. Five beautiful cars here in the high banks of Riverside. Then we go into Atlantic Tilt Load Pro Stock heats, and we're thankful for Atlantic Tilt Load also being a sponsor of the Pro Stock tour here at Riverside International Speedway, but they're going to be sponsoring the heats, and man, uh, you talk about heat being turned up, it's really going to be turned up this afternoon. After that, we're going to kick off the Twin 25s with feature number one, then they'll have a break to work on their cars, then we crack out a vintage car feature for the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics, 20 laps, then we finish off the Napa Sportsman Series, another 25 lap dash to the checkered flag, then we're going to have a pre-race ceremony, bring the cars on track, we're going to intro all your drivers, we're going to get the great Noel Fougier to sing the national anthems, and then we're going to get some fine folks from Toremont Cat to come and give us the command. And by goodness, we're going to go racing this afternoon at Riverside. Yeah, it's going to be fun about 15 minutes away from firing the cars up, getting them on the racetrack, and going racing. And, you know, you walk into this facility, you can feel the magic here at Riverside. Uh, after not being here for 12 months and change, uh, these drivers had their practice sessions. Uh, been told by Ryan Van Orscott, this is his Daytona, and he doesn't have an opportunity to win in that sportsman car blown motor, and they might not have a spare, though they're thrashing on something down there on the hoist, but the, uh, the 80 car looks primed, the uh, Tom Sim ace in the hole septic special looks ready to go, I think. Ryan drove 300 laps at Petty International Raceway last weekend. That, that took a toll on the driver, but He's ready to go driving for a little shorter distance, and who knows if all goes well. He might be going up to Sydney tomorrow by. Uh, potentially. I know he's planned on October for Thanksgiving yep. weekend, but I uh, heard that Chris Reed will be heading up with his sportsman car, so if you're looking for something to do and uh, want to get out to the racetrack, head there, or you can listen to that as well on timscorner.ca, or you can watch live tomorrow on timscorner.tv. So that's going to be fun. Pretty exciting. Racing is back here in Nova Scotia. Late start, but better late than never. It's like I'm getting a math class. I'm late, but I'm there for the test, ain't I? Today's racing is also brought to you by Maritime Car Wash. Gordy Ryan's also a sponsor for the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics. And, and Tim's Corner. And Tim's Corner. He's, a, he's sponsoring everybody. Gordy loves racing. He does. Is he here today or is he listening? Uh, he's probably here somewhere. Uh, I don't see where he is. Is that Phil Barkhouse down there? Oh, there's Mr. Philco down there. I, the trophies are up here. Did you see the trophies yet? No, I haven't. They did a great job on the oh, trophies I can see once them now. again. 
Looking pretty good. Yeah, uh, he's he's got a little bit of gray hair. I figured when he sold the sportsman car, he'd have less gray hair than he than he does now. But uh, it's great to see Phil and uh, Tracy here. Great to have them here. Yeah, pretty neat seeing the familiar faces back here. And we thank you for being here. Uh, I know sometimes people aren't still comfortable being around larger crowds. And again, Tim, this is the largest sporting event since March. I think the Mooseheads had the last record. Uh, so we're setting a new record here at the end of September. But the Touramont Cat 150 coming up. In just about 12 minutes to kick things off, we've got some heat racing, we've got the vintage cars, and we're going to go 150 green flag laps. So to set some, some ground rules, caution laps do not count here. We don't know how many cautions there will be. You can never really predict that. And again, it's just racing more so for the win. No points on the line. Just going to go out there and try and get the Toromont Cat 150 trophy at the end. It's the checkered flag at Riverside. That, that's what makes it special today. Yeah, you, you join a long list of greats who have won here. Uh, just to, to riddle off the, the Junior Hanleys, the Rolly McDonald's, the Frank Frasers. The, the list goes on and on. Whether it's in the Pro Stock or the Sportsman or the Hot Rod Classics, you join a list of winners at Riverside this track that has been in operation for 51 years last year we celebrated 50 great years man i cannot have predicted what the 51st year was going to look like but at least we're getting here for the 51st year yeah it's been fun so far this afternoon seeing these drivers on the racetrack kind of thrashing a little bit you know 18 cars in this pro stock race 18 different stories how about the rookie matt vaughn and the dexter construction municipal group number zero first start here in a pro stock at riverside he's won sports and races here won the one uh the, the big one on uh, the IWK 250 weekend last year. Him and Colby Smith had the finish of a lifetime coming towards uh, that start-finish line. And uh, beautiful weather here in James River just, out of, uh, just outside of Anaganish. And uh, we want to thank the county of Anaganish for helping out today, sponsoring today's race. And, man, you could call it God's country here because we see the fall foliage with the trees and... It's not super hot outside, hardly a cloud in the sky. You can't ask for a better day at the races, in my opinion. We'd also like to thank ENM Heating and Inspections as well for sponsoring today's Touramont Cat 150. So about 10 minutes left to go before we get going. Get in your seat. And again, if you're unfamiliar with how the food's going to work this year, can't go up to the canteen like last year, Tim. Very different, but a pretty cool system. We've got the cabana at the track this year. Uh, that whole crew down there, they are going to make sure you're well-fed with fish and chips, hand-cut fries. Oh, they are delicious, along with stone-cooked pizza. So Brendan down there and his whole crew, uh, you may be familiar, the cabanas in Malignant Cove and their famous artisan pizza, fish and chips, they are here at the track. I don't think I've ever had artisan pizza at a racetrack, Tim. I can't remember the last time I had it either, but I had it today and it was pretty delicious. I see, uh, I see Jim and Liz over there. I think that's pizza they have there. Oh, they got food. How, how is it? Is it good? Good, good. Thumbs up. Yep. Oh, yeah, oh she's got and fish and chips. Got fish, and Jim's got the pizza. Yep. There you they're, go. They're enjoying it over there. <laughs> well, you can too. Just wave down one of the St. FX X women. They're the runners today. They're getting the dry land training before their basketball season eventually kicks off here. We'd also like to thank another great sponsor, and they were here last year with a bunch of RVs outside, but Stone's RV, they're the Nova Scotia's premier RV dealership, the only RV dealership with two locations in Nova Scotia. You can shop now and take advantage of end-of-season clearance pricing. Save on all brand-new leftover 2019 and 2020 inventory. They carry the best in quality brands. Hideout, Cougar, Bullet, 
Premier, Retreat, and more. Take advantage of end-of-season pricing and save thousands of dollars. A family-owned and operated business for over 45 years. Stones RV in New Glasgow and Sydney. Visit stonesrv.com for more. And again, they are a huge supporter of Riverside, so we always like to support the people that support the track. So if you need a new RV, you go right over there and grab a new RV. Want to say hello to Todd Robertson from Napa Auto Parts. You can see the box truck uh, off the uh, back straightaway. You just saw their pace vehicle pull in. Todd has been a huge supporter of racing throughout Atlantic Canada here in the last few years. So want to say hello to Todd. He's going to be in the racetrack in a few moments enjoying the racing action. Want to say hello to Matt in Lower Sackville who's tuned in. Disappointed that he couldn't be here today, but he's listening to us on timscorner.ca. And uh, we have a couple of listeners from North Carolina as well that are tuned in. So North Kakalaki. Yeah, I want to say hello to them down there. And I'm sure as the race goes on, we'll, we'll pick up some more familiar names that are at home. I know there's some folks listening up at Speedway 660 as well as they get ready for the Ricky Bobby 150. And uh, it's one of those races. I wish it could be two places at once, but uh, we're here. We're at Riverside, and we're going to have some fun this afternoon. Oh, we are going to have some fun. It's the Toromon Cat 150. If you're listening online or you're here live in living color, as they say, here at the racetrack, uh, again, limited crowd because of COVID-19 public health measures. But again, we are thankful for the Nova Scotia government and public health allowing us to be here today. Got to have that face mask on if you are walking around, but once you are in your seat, you're able to take that face mask off and breathe in that fresh air and really smell the tires burning. And we've got kind of something unique here, walking billboards. A couple of staff members here at Riverside are going to be uh, promoting some of the great sponsors here that uh, that are supporting racing here, Tim. Yeah, great to see aggregate equipment supporting the racetrack. And uh, it's kind of a neat deal. It, we see rolling billboards on the racetrack but not necessarily in the stands. So we get to see the rolling billboards go around the racetrack. We get to see the walking billboards here in the grandstand side. Everything's just a little bit different because of COVID-19. I mean, everything has been shaken up pretty much. Racing too, uh, some drivers are only getting their first start of the year, including Greg Proud and John Fleming driving the 88. I mean, Donald Chisholm, he's only raced one of the races. That was at the Jim Hallahan 250. But then you got drivers like an Ashton Tucker that have been dabbling in the pro stock races and the open races at Petty and also the, uh, the pro stock division at 662. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great to see the... Talent converge here. You mentioned Waylon Farrell from CBS Newfoundland and Labrador. This is the third start for him. He ran the Mike Stevens Memorial along with the Jim Hallahan 250. So just a few moments away from going green with the Napa Sportsman Series, the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics powered by NTN, and of course the Atlantic Tilt Load Heat Races set to go for the Partridge Trucks Pro Stock Tour Toramont Cat 150. Oh, it's going to be huge. We can see some of the Napa Sportsman Series staff members. Bill Basil is just walking up here. He's a... Uh, Got some hardware, I believe, coming up soon. We talked about the color of Phil Barkhouse's hair. I think Bill's got a couple of more hairs on his head, but he hasn't had to pull them out because he hasn't been a race director yet this year. Yeah, there we go. Not yet. <laughs> he just walked into the other side. He looks a little grayer like I am. I've been going gray this, this year. You've been growing a beard this year, Tim. You know what? Nicholas Noggle shaved the mullet. I might have to, to trim up the beard a little bit. I mean, I can. we're both wearing face masks right now, so I... I, I can see kind of some of it. The, the ladies can see it poke out from underneath. That's, that's all they care about, I think. But you got to be cool like us and have that face mask on while you are walking around. Once you are in your seat, you're allowed to take that face mask off to enjoy today's racing. Tormont Cat 150 kicking off in about five minutes. Yes, about five minutes or so away. I see the Napa Sports and Series officials getting 
in place. Those cars are getting lined up in the backfield and we're gonna soon be throwing these drivers on the racetrack for their qualifying heat races for their twin 25 lap races. I think Jordan Vino is here. I think he just sent me a message. Oh, I think, is he? I think Jordan, Where is his race car? It's not here. It should I don't be know, here. but he's going to be enjoying the racing. So, hey, Jordan, thanks for coming out. Maybe he can be one of the walking billboards. Uh, <laughs> potentially. Maybe. I can hear a couple of the cars firing up Sean Wanderfield along with Darren Price in the 29. So we are going to have – oh, you got a point. I see Kayla down here. We should have Brandon Carter here after the run that he had last week at Petty International Raceway. I don't know if he's here or not. He's not here. Curtis is here somewhere, obviously. Curtis is here. I saw Cur him. Curtis is here. So uh, maybe we'll get. Maybe we'll have to convince Brandon to come up to Sydney in October. So a little something a little different, Tim. Uh, again, I've been saying that something a little different a lot today. The spotters have a different situation. Traditionally, they're to the right of us in a spotter stand, but because of social distancing, they have to spread out. They're actually in turn four for the first time. Yeah, it, it's gonna be a different perspective for them. Uh, they're used to being up top in the, the actual spotter stand, but because of, of you know social distancing, we could only probably put three or four people up there uh, in order to correctly social distance them. So they've got their full uh, area over there themselves. Tyler Hallahan's coming across the, the racetrack. He, his car was on a rail last night in Halifax. Great to see that 133 run well. He'll be spotting for Gary Elliott. Uh, want to say hello to Sam Luddington. I figured Sam would be here, but I, I don't see him here. I'm sure he's around somewhere or he's listening online. And uh, Marco Tro, uh, he won a few sports and races here, ran up well uh, a few years ago. Wish he would be back in a car, but uh, I know he's busy doing some other things and he wanted to say hello to us. So hello and uh, thanks for tuning in. You're getting ready to hear a good show. I can tell you that Jordan Vino is not here. He's at the camp, but he is listening online. Just seeing some of the uh, some of the walking billboards and I uh, see East Coast Credit Union. They're a proud supporter of Riverside International Speedway. And guess what, Tim? If you become a member, you can open a checking account and enjoy a $200 bonus. Ooh, I like money. Yeah, that's until October 31st. And anyone, even you, can become a member anytime at East Coast Credit Union. You can expect to find the open and honest banking that comes with being a member. Be part of something bigger. Contact East Coast Credit Union today. Switching is easy, and you'll earn 200 bucks just like that for giving them a try. For more details and to find a location near you, visit eastcoastcu.ca or call one 866 230-7700. Hey, I like $200. I like money. Money is good. Money is good. And a few drivers will be going for it. There is money on the line besides the trophies. So some drivers would like to win a little extra cash before the year is all said and done. Beautiful trophies here today. Uh, finish line vinyl and Philco Plastics taking care of that. We've got the uh, checkered flag, obviously. It's a riverside win they're all chasing after. And it's the money is great, the money's cool, but it's the prestige of winning on the high banks at Riverside International Speedway in a COVID year, year number 51. As we can, they still got the 50 on the back straightaway. They did a great job with this facility, too, by the way, not only with the COVID restrictions, but making this place every time I come here, it, it there's color, it's bright, it's vibrant, it's a racetrack. I love it. So, with the new racetrack, some drivers are coming back racing on the new track for the first time, for example. Jeff Ainsley is going to be driving the Ron Heffler number 10 in the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics. The Hound, Tim, is back here at Riverside for the first time since the early 70s. Uh, of course, the Hound driven by the great Junior Hanley. But I asked Jeff because Jeff was a Legends racer for a long time in the 90s. 
I asked Jeff, when was the last time you raced at Riverside? And he says, 2001. He said, I've never <laughs> raced on the old, I've never raced on the new Riverside. So if you're out of the loop, uh, this track was repurchased by uh, the great John Nova Chisholm back around 2000, uh, 2006, I believe. And then they renovated the entire place, pretty much tore everything down except for the banking, put some new asphalt, new walls, new stands, pretty much new everything. Pretty much a brand new track if you watch old video of Riverside from back in the day. I see one of our walking billboards for Morris Industrial here. I want to say hello to Kevin Morris and, and his team. They not only support racing here at Riverside, but they also have a race car themselves. And uh, Kevin may or may not have scared us a couple of times last night down at a turn two, but uh, car is in one piece and uh, it's a learning experience, just like anybody getting behind the wheel of a race car. Can we... Uh, can we mention to the crowd what you're doing next weekend, or are we going to keep that in the bag for now? Who, me? You. Oh, yeah. I'm apparently getting behind the wheel of a demolition derby car, the TCM-mobile. i, I got to find you one first, but we'll, we'll figure that out. Ah, well, if it, if it doesn't happen, I'll just wear a camera. If we have anybody in Miramichi that's listening that wants to uh, rent us a demo car for next week. I'll drive. I'm, uh, you've got more uh, ambition than I do. Let's put it that way. Talking about Morris Industrial, we thank them for supporting today's Tour of My Cat 150. You'd also like to thank Ormac and Steel VW. I hear race cars. I see race cars. We're going racing with the Napa Sportsman Series. Sounds good. Here comes the Napa Sportsman pace car on track. So, Tim, eight cars are going to be making the start today. And, you know, we've got some of the familiar faces here at Riverside. Half the field from Cape Breton, I believe. They're all from pretty much this area. And the first start of the season for the Vico Coin Electric, number 29. That is Darren Price from Manadu to the outside. Uh, the fan favorite, I guess we can call him in Cape Breton, the 03, the Robbies towing uh, Maguire's regional number 03. Uh, from Sydney, that's Ronnie McKay. There's Sean Waterfield, teammate to the 03 car in that 23 from Sydney, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. In the 92 from Kennecook, it's Pete Miller behind him in the 90. Wayne Miller also from Kennecook. And Corey Breen in that number two showing up at the last minute, but man, he's ready to go. And joining the field at the back, the 66, driving for Chris and Bethany McCormick, it is Jeffrey Breen. Fourth place finish last night in Halifax, driving car number 66, the 90 of Wayne Miller. Also took the opportunity to head to Scotia Speed World last night, finished in position number six. And Pete Miller not on the racetrack at the checkered flag on that one. So we are getting ready to go racing for the first time. 25, Venor Scott still putting that engine in. Ryan has been working at that engine. Kelly along with Tom Sim for goodness, almost an hour at this point. Uh, so they're not going to make the heat races. He will be racing in the Toramont Cat 150 coming up in a little bit. Uh, but he's going to really turn up the volume, basically, to try and get that car ready for the Sportsman feature coming up in just a little bit. Want to say hello to Ross Parks, who's over in corner number one. Great to see your... He's over there somewhere. There's a wave, I think, over there. Great to see Ross. And he's got, got a new friend that's come to the racetrack with him for the first time. So uh, always great to have new people at the racetrack enjoying the, the sport that we love. So welcome in to Ross. And we're getting ready to go racing. Flagman in the flag stand. Going to tell the field to cross over this time by 10 laps in a heat race. Taylor Albert, who raced Street Stocks last weekend at Petty, just messaged me saying, I might have to go to Miramichi just to see you in a demo car. I'm going to need a camera person, Taylor. If we're losing Dylan, I might need a camera person, so let's do it. You get to see it from the camera lens. Yeah, we'll, uh, 
We'll throw some onboards in there, but uh, appreciate all the check-ins. If you're listening right now, check in with Tim or I. We'll give you a shout-out. Uh, and if you're here at the track, let your friends know that you're here at Riverside and they can listen. And again, just before we get the green flag going here, if you need food, wave to one of the Santa FX ex-women basketball players. They will get you some cabanas, fish and chips, some pizza, whatever you need. Pace car is pulling into the pits. Tim, it's been a long 12-plus months since we've been back here. Time to go sportsman racing to kick off the Toramont Cat 150 heat race number one, starting for the Napa Sportsman Series. Green flag is in the air, and Darren Price going to get out to the early lead, the 03 of Ronnie McKay to the outside. Side by side through one and two. Down the back straightaway, Ronnie McKay a little wide. Opens the door for the Jeff Miller Auto Parts, number 92 of Pete Miller. Looks like the number 29, Darren Price is going to lead lap number one. Here comes Pete Miller on the inside of Cape Breton, 03, Ronnie McKay. Now, if you were watching the races at Sydney a couple months ago, you know the battle between the 25 and the 03, and they're going to be on track a little later on. Sean Waterfield drifting back now, getting passed by Miller and Breen in front of single file racing in turn one and two. Darren Price, first start of the season in the 29 car, working the... Lead position about a half car length back. Ronnie McKay, Pete Miller tucked up tight. Wayne Miller and now Jeffrey Breen moves to position number five. Dylan, we've got two sets of brothers in this heat race. We got Jeffrey and Corey Breen. We've got Pete and Wayne Miller. Yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. It's uh, not a very often occurrence, but looks like the 66. Jeffrey Breen tried going underneath the 90 of Wayne Miller. And here comes Ronnie McKay looking on the inside of Darren Price already trying to take a position. This again is just a heat race, Tim. You don't want to turn the heat up too much and wreck your car. Yeah, you still got plenty of time to work around this racetrack in 225 lap features coming up. And here comes Jeffrey Breen to the inside of Wayne Miller as they go at it for position number four. We're halfway, five down and five to go for the 29 of Darren Price. Now again, 10 laps and you, you want to kind of pace yourself. We can see practice already took a toll on the 25 and Orscott. He's not out here right now. He will be out soon in his number 80 car. Now working on the outside, it's Ronnie McKay going to try the high middle lane here at Riverside. Oh, a little contact. Miller touches the back of the 0-3. They keep her straight going into turn three. And especially coming off of turn two, Dylan, it gets tight on that outside line. They come by one more time. The 0-3 of Ronnie McKay has that run. Can he keep it off of corner number two? Side by side for the lead. Darren Price to the inside. Look of the runner Ronnie McKay gets. Coming up to the last part here, Breen also try going on the outside of the 92 car. Pete Miller, can Price try a crossover move to get underneath the 0-3? Ronnie making the trip from Sydney, Cape Breton. He wants to grab a couple of checkered flags before he races at Sydney Speedway tomorrow afternoon. Tim, they're coming around here, showing off the three to go sign. Gonna be coming to the two next time around. Jeffrey Breen started at the back of this field, has worked his way up to position number three as he battles with Pete Miller, and he's already taken a look at the Vico Coin Electric number 29. Jeffrey Breen is on a tear. They'll come to the white. One more lot to go in heat race number one, the only heat for the Napa Sportsman Series. The Millers stuck side by side with each other. Ronnie McKay has checked out completely from the rest of the field. First checkered flag of the day is going to go to Sydney's Ronnie McKay in the 0-3. Price and Breen in the 66, rounding out your top three. And I think Pete barely got his brother at the line for what would be that uh, fourth place position. But congratulations to Ronnie McKay. Came back this season, Dylan, to... 
uh, race a race car, has been working with Sean Waterfield for the last couple of years, but great to see him back in his own race car, and he'll come by, salute the fans, the McGuire Farms, Robbie's Towing, and number 03, Ronnie McKay is your winner in heat race number one for the Napa Sportsman Series. Excellent racing kicking off here for the Toromont Cat 150 at Riverside International Speedway. Today's racing also brought to you by UA Local and Ormac. So the sportsman cars will pull into their positions. Raw bonus will take the flag stand. And He's going to be flagging for the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics. They're coming up in just a moment. Now, would you say that Rob Bonas is vintage? Uh, he's definitely um, well-seasoned. Good save. Well-seasoned. He called, you know what? His new nickname is Macho Man Rob Bonas because I held the rope for him earlier like Miss Elizabeth in the wrestling ring. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave that as it is. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for coming out here today. If you're just getting in your seat, sit down. You can take your face mask off as soon as you sit down, but while you're walking around the track, you do need to keep that on, and you do need to stay in your zone here at Riverside International Speedway. Now, for the first time in Nova Scotia, here come the heart of a champion, Hot Rod Classics, powered by NTN Bearings. Tim, this is sort of a last-minute addition. Uh, we had five scheduled races this year. We got two of them in at Petty, but here come the Hot Rods on track. Yeah, Wayne Parker going to lead them around in the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour pace car, and it's great. I, I said it to the crew a couple of times last week, is it ever great to see this guy back on the racetrack? Chris Dingle is going to lead us to green. Chris Dingle's driving a 1960-ish Chevy Camaro. He said he's got different parts in that number 71. Driving a 1978 Ford Pinto NASCAR modified car, the founder of heartofachampion.ca in this series, that's Patty Lawrence. The legend Cy Harvey back on the high banks of Riverside in that number 49, that's a Chevy Coupe from 1949. Last week's winner at Petty, that's a 1972 Dodge Demon, the quarantine G demon, Jim Rankin. And at the back of the field for the first time since the early 70s, the Hound is back at Riverside, and Jeff Ainsley's behind the wheel. Now, I know they had a little bit of damage to that race car last week. Uh, did they say how much work they put into that? Because it looked like they needed a little work after that heat race. Yeah, they, they, they got like a new front end. Uh, basically, the whole right side was destroyed by Byron Bartlett in a heat race. But uh, Ron Heffler and Jeff Ainsley were able to put some work in. That is a 1965 Chevy 2. So all different cars here. Unfortunately, Patrick Horn and his dad, Maurice Horn, could not be here today. But we have five vintage cars on track. For the first time in Nova Scotia, the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics Vintage Race Car Series, powered by NTN Bearings, is going to let loose in the high banks of Riverside. Chris Dingle in the 71 gets the green flag in the air. There's only five of them, but man, they are loud as they parade around turn one and two, side by side for Chris Dingle and Pat Lawrence. Sly, Cy Harvey in the 49 and third. Jim Rankin laying low, and Jeff Ainsley and the Hound in the back. We make it clean through lap one, a short 10 lap heat for the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics, Tim. Side by side up in front. 
as it continues to be Lawrence on the outside, Dingle on the inside, and the legend, Cy Harvey, driving the Harvey's Auto number 49, the winner of the inaugural race in this series in position number three. He's been around here a few times in a few different race cars. Uh, he has. He's been around quite a bit, and he's looking to try and charge to the front. Again, you've got the 49, the 63. Those are the only winners so far. Pat Lawrence has got a heat win under his belt, but he wants that feature. He's hungry for it. Side-by-side, side, still with the 71 Camaro versus Ford at the front of the field. A Chevy 1949 Coupe right behind them, charging down the backstretch. Man, it's a beautiful thing hearing these cars in the high banks. And here comes the Dodge. It's a four-way dance for the top spot. The 134 of Lawrence to the outside rolls to the lead position. Chris Dingle fighting back on the inside. But Patty Lawrence has that thing hooked up and hauling the mail down the back straightaway. Jeff Ainsley back in the back of the part of the field. Back, even for me to say, he's at the back of the field. His first time racing at Riverside in nearly 20 years. Rob Bonus presents two sticks in the air for the halfway sign crossed over. Four cars still bunched are up here at Riverside for the heart of a champion. Hot Rod Classics. And Patty Lawrence has got a little bit of a lead. And oh, Tim. Man, Patty slammed on the brakes in the 49, the 71. Look, they were going to charge around him for a moment. Here comes Cy Harvey. Little bumper plate in the 134. They're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to race for fun. Cy Harvey using the bumper. Never heard that before in my life. Cy slams on the brakes to try and, I don't know, race clean a bit. Yeah, we know he's got a couple different nicknames. The legend, Sly Cy. Well, Cy Harvey's in second for any Cy Harvey fans listening. His son, Danny, also Jeff Crookshank helping work on that number 49 car. But Patty Lawrence, man, he's got a whole lot of Cy Harvey in his rear mirror coming up to two laps to go. Top two are kind of broken away a little bit. Chris Dingle falling back to position number three. But he's got Jim Rankin right in behind him. Oh, look at Cy off at turn number two. To the inside he goes. Cy Harvey, Patty Lawrence side by side. He's going to try and charge around him. White flag is in the air. Does that Ford Modified have anything left for the 49? The 134 minutes debut at the IWK 250 weekend last year in 2019. They're side by side going in one and three. We're going to have a photo finish coming to the wire checkered flag in the air who's gonna get it it's the 134 patty lawrence by a bumper in front of cy harvey what a heat race to kick off for the heart of a champion hot rod classics did you get to listen to the interview i did with cy earlier or well, last week it, it debuted this week did you get a chance to listen to that i did it was great he, he talked about patty lawrence he said i think patty's got a little bit of a faster car than i do but get up there get some laps in and Sai's got a, lot, a few laps, but just not enough for that 134. Patty Lawrence in that 134 modified wins the heat race. Man, my heart rate jumped up to 93 there. That, uh, that's a little high. Also want to thank the Homestead Restaurant, Maritime Car Watch, EIT Race, Radios, and Steel Mazda and Mazda Canada for supporting Heart of a Champion. If you're interested in building your own car or finding out more about Heart of a Champion, go to heartofachampion.ca. Like us on Facebook. We post old Riverside races all the time. But, Tim, we're going to kick off some heat racing now for the Toramon Cat 150. It's time for Atlantic Till Load Pro Stock Heats. The Parcher Trucks Pro Stock Tour hitting the racetrack. This is technically round number two on the 2020 COVID-shortened season schedule. And we'll start with the winner of our last race, the Jim Hallahan 250 winner driving for Atlantic Tilt Load, top construction, Make-A-Wish Atlantic Provinces. The 53 from Hansport, Nova Scotia, that is Cole Butcher. To the outside, led a ton of laps. A few weeks back in Halifax, the Mobile One, a Brycon Construction Camry from Dartmouth, it's Nicholas Noggle. Row number two, CZN Tice Motorsports, number 21, that is Sean Pierce. 
to the outside. Celebrating 30 years in racing the Tire Tire Canada. I love PEI Potatoes among the sponsors. Canada Florida Vacation Homes. There's a ton of them I'm missing, and I'm sure Trevor Lamb's going to give me a poke here in a bit. It's Kent Vincent from Westmoreland PEI. The 36 Pie Chevrolet Quaker State. Strictly Hydraulics among the sponsors on the 36. Making his return home, Gary Elliott from Truro. And a man that needs no introduction. It's the Nova Construction. Wearwell Garments. Thank you, frontline workers. Number 88, the driver from Halifax. It's John Fleming behind the wheel of the 88. So if you remember, Tim, last time we were here at Riverside, that 53 car won the Lucas Oil 150. Can he win the Toramont Cat 150? That's the big giant question mark as we get one to go from Rob Bonus. We've been talking about the big three all season long. Cole Butcher has established himself as maybe the third driver into that party. Jonathan Hick and Ashton Tucker have won a ton of races this season in the province of New Brunswick. Cole Butcher comes back home, wins two weeks ago in Halifax. We'll see what he can do here from the front row. Wayne Parker hustles that pace car into the infield. We are green at 10 laps. Atlantic tilt load heat races are underway. The 08 of Nicholas Noggle to the outside of Cole Butcher. They led a majority of the laps two weeks ago in Halifax. Launch off at turn two for Nicholas Noggle. He'll have the advantage, but Cole Butcher continues to fight the inside. Now, don't count out Sean Pierce. Sean, been having some struggles in 2020, but he has been very fast at this track. He got a heat win last year at Riverside. He could maybe pull it off again. The mulletless Nicholas Noggle in the zero eights in front of Cole Butcher and Ken Vinson, followed up by Sean Pierce in the 21, and it's going to take some getting used to in the 88. John Fleming in fifth, but looking to try and grab fourth from Sean Pierce. Fleming taking a look to the inside as they dance for position number four. Sean Pierce to the outside as they go toe-to-toe -to -toe down the front straightaway. Three laps completed in this Atlantic tilt load heat race. Up in front, Cole Butcher continues to pass through the 08 of Nicholas Noggle. Half a car length between your top two. Now, if you were following, and here now is the move from Cole Butcher. If you were following... Last week at the Mike Stevens Memorial, the 53 wrecked after a big pileup coming out of turn four after the 99 Craig Slomwhite broke something in his wheel. That 53 was banged up, but man, that Butcher Racing team put a lot of effort to get it fixed up. He is side-by-side -side with Nicholas Nongle for first. Heat racing for the Toramont Cat 150. Ken Vincent runs in position number three, about four lengths in behind this battle. Noggle on the outside, going to inch away, and Butcher gives him a little shot in the shorts. Down in the corner number three, a little bit of a warning shot, lets him know that he's there. Back to nose to tail racing. The eight of Kent Vincent is about to have company with the double eight. John Fleming catching the eight car. Now, we haven't been playing Guns N' Roses today, but patience. You need patience sometimes in these Atlantic tilt load heats, but... You know that Atlantic tilt load 53, now going to try the outside around Nicholas Noggle, taps the brakes for the battle for third heating up. Ken Vincent getting pressure from John Fleming. Fleming to the inside of the eight car of Ken Vincent. They'll go side by side as they come to the sticks this time. Two to go from Rob Bonus and John Fleming has made his way to third. Vincent back to fourth and Sean Pierce trying to be a part of that battle. That is a fast 88, not going to have enough time to catch up to Nicholas Noggle and Cole Butcher. White flag is in the air, one to go at Riverside. This is setting up the Toramont Cat 150 coming up this afternoon at Riverside, the first pro stock race in over a year. And it looks like three Nova Scotian drivers are going to be starting at the front. Nicholas Noggle will get the checkered flag. He wins the first Atlantic tilt load heat. Butcher, Fleming, Vincent, Pierce, Elliott, complete your field of six runners in that heat race event. Brycon Construction Mobile 1. 
A part of the sponsors on the 08 car, ladies and gentlemen, give them a round of applause this time. It's Nicholas Noggle from Dartmouth Heat Race. Number one winner presented by Atlantic Tilt Load. Those two that battled it out up there, battled it out for the Jim Hallahan 250 win a couple of weeks ago. So this, uh, this might be round number two for them in Nova Scotia. Could be. These Atlantic Tilt Load heats are exciting. And Atlantic Tilt Load is a family-run company that has been in operation since 1991 with locations in Dartmouth and St. John, New Brunswick. Servicing Canada and the U.S., they have, exper they have equipment pardon me, to meet your mobilization and material delivery needs. Their experienced operations team also provide logistics planning, including the supply of escort vehicles and special move permits. They are considered to be part of the package when you choose to do business with Atlantic Tilt Load, and we thank them for sponsoring sponsoring today's heat races. Well, here's a familiar face to victory lane, Tim, starting first in heat race number two. That's Ashton Tucker in the number two. How about this? We have two podium finishers from the Remax 250 a couple of weeks ago, starting on the front row of heat race number two, presented by Atlantic Tilt Load on the pole is the White Lightning Auto Center, Big Cam Fabrication, Brad Silica Motorsports, number two from Littleton, New Brunswick. It's Ashton Tucker to the outside, the LMA Energy Solutions. Robbie's towing, number 42 from Sydney. It's Kyle Reed, row number two I asked him I said it's not the red rocket anymore he said call it the black beast it sounds nasty coming around this racetrack it sounds like that dodge motor that we're used to it's back on the racetrack the 29 is Greg Proud from Springvale to the outside the 89 from Antigonish Nova Scotia Nova Construction Celtic Ford on that race car for Donald Chisholm the 48 car is Waylon Farrell driving for Farrell's excavation from CBS Newfoundland and Labrador and the Ron McGilvery Chevrolet Buick GMC ace in the whole septic. Tom Sim special, the number 80, is Ryan Van Orscott from Antigonish. So two Antigonish drivers here in Antigonish. That's awesome. We have a Nova Scotian and a New Brunswicker sharing the front row. We've got a couple of Islanders behind, albeit from different islands, Prince Edward Island and Newfoundland. And uh, the whole Atlantic bubble in this race. Yes, we do. Pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty thankful to be living in the Atlantic bubble. Another day with no new COVID-19 cases. Reminder, fans, if you are here in the stands, you need to keep your face mask on when you're walking around. When you're in your seats, you can take it off and enjoy the racing. And if you need food from the cabana, just wave down one of the Santa FX ex-women basketball team members. Still make sure to get your food and take your money so you can get some delicious fish and chips and also some delicious stone pizza and maybe a burger. Uh, maybe a Pepsi. We've got it all for you down in the canteen. You don't have to get up today. One to go here from Rob Bonus, Tim. Ashton Tucker, Kyle Reed, front row in heat race number two for, to qualifying for the Toro Monacan 150. Ashton Tucker's won a couple of big races this season. Remax 250, best of the best 150, a win at the Riverview Ford Lincoln season opener up at Speedway 660. He's been one of the big three to watch so far this season. We'll see what he can do here. Pace car is in. We're getting ready for green. Green flag is out and Kyle Reed sprints out to the lead from the outside. Kyle Reed back in Nova Scotia after being in Fort Mac for a little bit. And here comes the 89 hometown boy, Donald Chisholm, working around Ashton Tucker and Greg Proud in that brand new to him Fury race car. 29, Greg Proud charging around the number two. Now the 29 trying to get up to P2. And how about Donald Chisholm already up to position number two, chasing down the 42 of Kyle Reed, the 29 of Greg Proud liked that race car in testing. Likes it here, was quick at the top of the board in the final practice. 
But now he's got the 89 and the 42. What about it? We got in heat race number two. Sydney versus Hannah Ganishino. By the way, PEI wants to join that party as well. Donald Chisholm putting a lot of pressure on the 42. Kyle Reed. Now Donald Chisholm dies. Oh, contact. He hits the 42. Kyle Reed, can you save it? Here comes Greg Brown. He grabs the lead on the backstretch. Three wide, Tim. And now back to two, Donald Chisholm sees Greg Proud in front of him and Greg Proud's trying to lay the power down in that Fury race car to pick up the lead position. Kyle Reed, Donald Chisholm side by side. What a save by Kyle Reed. Donald Chisholm's got a lot of fender damage on that right front. Not sure about the damage on the 42. I wonder if any pleasantries are being thrown. They're rubbing fenders, Tim. They're rubbing and beating and banging in turn one and two. It's a heat race, are you kidding me? Kyle Reed in the 42 falls back in behind Donald Chisholm, sails it in, almost gets to the bumper, but can't get there. Five, make it six laps completed, and Waylon Farrell has caught this battle for second. They made it have they made they made it to get security down between Nova Racing and King Racing after this heat race. What an action-packed Atlantic tilt load heat. And by the way, Greg Proud checked out. He's in going into turn one and two while the rest of the field was in the middle of the front straightaway. Yeah, Greg Proud is gone from the rest of this field. The 89 of Donald Chisholm has settled into second. Third is the 42 of Kyle Reed. Two laps to go from Rob Bonus that time by Waylon Farrell. Great little run in the 48 Bruin. What, what a move from Greg Proud to, to see the 42 sliding up the track after contact from Donald Chisholm snuck under the 89 and the 42. Now he's well in front, white flag in the air. Final lap for Greg Proud in the 29. First start of the season and picking up where he left off in the 2019 campaign. Rounding corners number three and four. And the Beast is coming to take the checkered flag. Greg Proud wins heat race number two. Chisholm, Reed, Farrell, Tucker, and Van Orscott complete your field. Well, that was a very exciting heat race. I, I said earlier, I said, I don't know if uh, Donald's watched Emily's races the last couple of weeks, but I think he took notes. <laughs> wow. Any Greg Proud fans here? Anybody listening? Greg Proud just won the second heat race here at Riverside. What a win. Yeah, that was great to see, but now it's 150 laps. He'll start on the outside of row number one when it comes to the Toramon Cat 150. This is uh, it's going to be exciting. Nicholas Noggle starting up front. Cole Butcher, we got some really good cars up front. We got one more heat race to go. Catch your breath. This is Atlantic Tilt Load Heat. Racing also presented by EC Credit Union here at Riverside along with Celtic Ford and also Verhagen. Field rolls out behind Wayne Parker in the Parcher Trucks pace car. The 13 is Austin McDonald from Picton driving for King Racing and all their partners. The 31, the LMA Energy, Robbie's towing. Number 31, that is Chris Reed. One of the big three this season, the five, is Jonathan Hicken driving for Chapman Brothers Construction and King Racing. The zero to the outside. I said it before, it's hard to look at this car and not call it Sean Turbo, but it's Matt Vaughn behind the wheel of the Dexter Construction Municipal Group. Number zero, the 83 for Robbie's Towing and King Racing. That is Corey Hall. And completing your field was quick in the final practice. The Heinz Racing Greenfield Enterprise, number 91, Dylan Gosby from Cornwall PEI. Again, every heat race so far has had heavy hitters, and if you're just getting into the track, welcome back to Riverside International Speedway. Make sure to stay in your zone if you're sitting in the blue zone. That's the section you sit in for the rest of the day. There are washroom facilities and hand sanitizing stations if you need them, and you will need them to make sure you're extra clean. Make sure to practice social distancing. If you are walking around the track, you do need to have your face mask or face cover on. But once you're seated, you can take that off and soak in Atlantic Tilt Road Heat Race number three here on the High Banks of Riverside. 
So you got a youngster on the front row in Austin McDonald. You got, I don't want to say a seasoned veteran, but he's been around a couple of times around the Oval. Chris Reed in, in late models in that number 31. If you want to take a uh, listen, we actually talked to Chris Reed a little bit earlier. You can find that on the Maritime Pro Stock Tour and Tim's Corner Motorsports Facebook pages uh, to get his thoughts going in because his brother's done a lot of racing this year and, and had a lot of success, but waiting to see if uh, Chris can continue to carry that family momentum into this evening's racing action. The five, Jonathan Hicken will be alongside Matt Vaughn in the zero, the 83 of Corey Hall, the 91 of Dylan Gosby. You mentioned Dylan, no slouches in this field and they're getting ready to go green. Wayne Parker better hustle that pace car off because he's got six hun hungry competitors behind him. Oh, it's going to be incredible. If you're listening on TCM.ca, thank you very much, including Suzanne in North Carolina. You're all the way down in the States, but you're in store for a good show from heat race number three and King racing up in front. Three of them, four of them, I should really say. And Chris Reed gets in front of the 13, Austin McDonald. Chris Reed will lead lap number one. Corey Hall took a look underneath. Jonathan Hicken almost went three wide at a corner number four. Hicken will fall into third. Matt Vaughn to the outside of the 83 of Hall. The 91 of Gosby trying to follow through. First start in a pro stock here at Riverside for Vaughn. If you're Roley McDonald, how nervous are you in watching this heat race? You've got four of your cars all battling each other right now. One, two, three, four. I feel like he'd be more nervous about the 13 car running in second right now with his grandson Austin driving. And Austin did a great job here last season. Uh, ran a car super late model tour race earlier this season at Southern National and really put on a clinic in that one. Drove up to position number two. And speaking of two, he's got Jonathan Hicken behind him in the five. That's the battle for second. I think Austin can feel him back there. Yeah, got a little bit of an encouragement push in one and two. Still single file on lap number four. Atlantic tilt load, heat race number three for the Toramont Cat 150 live here at Riverside International Speedway. Five of Jonathan Hicken continues to look. Little tickle to the back bumper of the 13 of McDonald as they fight down the front straightaway. Corey Hall looking on from position number four. 13 up the track, five slideways. Corey Hall a part of the battle. Chris Reed pulling away. Oh, Jonathan Hicken wants position two. Again, this is setting up the starting lineup today. You don't want to be in the middle of the field. There's no breaks. We're going to try and go 150 green flag laps. Again, Hicken gets another tap to the 13 in one and two. Yeah, and Corey Hall went way wide. It opens the door for Gil Dylan Gosby to go to the inside. The 13 of Austin McDonald just opening the door just enough to the inside to kind of tempt the number five of Jonathan Hicken to go through, but can't get there. Gosby trying to fight that 83 of Corey Hall side by side for fourth. They combine this time. Sticks in the air for Chris Reed. Two laps to go. Chris Reed's got a decent little lead in front of Austin McDonald. I was chatting with Austin earlier. He's excited his first race here in Nova Scotia since, well, 2019, he hasn't raced very often here. And another shot, oh, big bump from Jonathan Hicken. He moves the 13 out of the way on the white flag lap. Hicken trying to get second place away. It's three starting positions on the grid if he can pass this 13. How bad do you want to muscle by him though? Down through three and four, almost a little more contact. Reed to the checkered flag first. McDonald, Hicken, the 91 of Gosby in the 83 of Corey Hall. So yeah, Chris Reed won that heat race. That was a battle for second. Holy moly. LMA Energy Solutions, King Racing, Robbie's Towing. Number 31 picks up the checkered flag. Let's hear it for him from Sydney. It's Chris Reed. 
And that was Atlantic Tilt Load Heat. Atlantic Tilt Load, a family-run company in operation since 1991. Locations in Dartmouth and St. John, New Brunswick, serving Canada and the U.S. of A. They have the equipment to meet your mobilization and material delivery needs. Their experienced operations team also provide logistics planning, including the supply of escort vehicles and special move permits. They consider it all to be part of the package when you choose to do business with Atlantic Tilt Load. And man... Those Atlanta tilt load heats were crazy, Tim. We saw almost near wrecks. We saw closed finishes for position. And now we go on to the features. Yeah, already feature time. The Napa Sportsman lining up. So if you're just joining us here, the Napa Sportsman Series will run a 25-lap segment of their feature. They'll come down into pit road, be able to make adjustments, you know, make the changes that they need to. We'll send the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics powered by Antiana onto the racetrack for their feature. Then we'll bring the Sportsman cars back. We'll do a brief driver introduction for the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour, and then we'll go green with the 150. So uh, pretty quick so far, but looks like we're uh, awaiting that those final couple of cars to get into the lineup for the Napa Sportsman Series. Yeah, and I don't think Ryan Van Orscott's going to be one of them as they're still working on the engine. Uh, just a little bit of a break here to catch our breath. If you're just getting your seat here at Riverside, thank you for being here today. One of the Few, we should really say. Only 1,250 fans permitted to be in the facility, but we thank you for being here. Thanks to Public Health as well for approving Riverside to be one of the four facilities to allow multiple bubbles. Again, if you're in your bubble, you can take your face mask off once you're sitting, but when you're walking around to go to the washroom, you need to put that mask back on. But you don't want to go to the bathroom right now because we've got the Napa Sportsman Series out for their first part of their feature. If you're listening at home, it's time to grab a cold one or, or two. and Five. Yeah, crack that open because this one is going to be exciting. 25 laps. And to call the Napa Sportsman Series today, it's my buddy Dylan Langell. Oh, you're so kind. No, uh, well, I got the white uniform here. You, you do have one. Where is your jacket? It's, I'm going to get it for the heart of a champion race. Okay. When, when we do the interviews, I'm going to go down and do that. Tim, okay. bring us through our starting lineup here. This is the Napa Sportsman Series, Napa 50, presented by Henry's Auto Pro. The 29 is Darren Price from Manadu, driving for Vico Coin Electric and Route 19 Brewery. The 23 is Sean Waterfield from Sydney, driving the Safeway Auto Parts. Number 23, the Target Hydraulics sponsored ride. The 66, driving for Chris and Bethany McCormick, was lightning quick in the heat race. That is Jeffrey Breen from Antigonish. The Dak Industrial Engines, AJK, Jeff Miller Auto Parts, Shore Cycle, number 92 from Kennecook, it's Pete Miller. His brother will start next in position number five, Jada's hair, AJK. On the number 90, it's Wayne Miller from Kennecook. The A&W ride, car number two from Antigonish. The cooperator is also on that car, that is Corey Breen. And completing your field, the 03 car, that is Ronnie McKay. Driving for McGuire Farm Regional and Robbie's Towing. Saw him win the heat race. Looks like he's going to start scratch in this feature event. It looks like we're going to move around a couple of cars. Sean Waterfield taking his spot about mid-pack. So it'll be Darren Price and Jeffrey Breen as they pace on the front row for this feature. Seven cars, but there's really no slouch in this field. Uh, when you look down through here, Dylan, I like, if we're making pred predictions, I like Jeffrey Breen. Let's go with the 66. I'm going to go with the 29, Darren Price. Fast in that heat race. I think he's going to be fast in this feature. So the field will pace by, side by side. 
So just getting ready to bring the cars around here. Get a good look, race fans. And if you're listening on timscorner.ca, beautiful sportsman, 29, Darren Price, the 66, Jeffrey Breen, the Millers, Wayne and Pete in row two, Sean Waterfield, Corey Breen at the back of the field, Ronnie McKay. Ladies and gentlemen, this time by, let's get these drivers a send off for their first Napa Sportsman Series race of the season. This is the first feature race of the season in 2020 at Riverside. This time by, let's get up on our feet, give these drivers a wave. Send them off for their 50 lap feature. Come on, I know you can do better than that. Give them a wave, they'll wave back at you, saluting you for coming out and supporting them. In the Napa 50 presented by Henry's Auto Pro. I know the the section's over in one and two, can you hear me? There we go. Give them a wave. That's great. I know they're saving some of it for the pro stock race, I know. Oh, yeah. You got to keep that in the tank here. Lots of great partners. I'm um, just trying to read Bill Vazel's shirt here. Uh, UNA also one of the sponsors. Those Ra are nice shirts. They are nice shirts as well. I believe uh, race R&D. Can you read that, Tim? R&D Performance Center, Henry's Auto Pro, UA Local 244, Scotia Diesel, EIT Race Radios, and... 98.9 XF. I want to say hello to Brent Rowley. Brent Rowley is with us down in the pit area, not up on the grandstand side because of the uh, COVID restrictions, but something else that's not on the racetrack is the pace car because it's off. Dylan, bring us to green. Seven sportsmen here at the high banks of Riverside. Twin 25s here in Anaganish. Green flag in the air for Darren Price. We are back racing at Riverside. Jeffrey Breen in the 66, making quick work in the middle lane. Now cuts in front of the 29 car, and he's driving it like he stole it, Tim. He pulls away from the 29. The Miller's stuck side-by-side side for third and fourth. Still side-by-side side action, Tim, between the 92 and the 90. These drivers had some racing at Scotia Speed World last night. You kind of figure out what's different in the car. Now, you have to change out motors, though, because a motor at Scotia Speed World, it won't work too well here at Riverside. No, they're still, they have to make minor changes to go racing here, and if you want to make some overhauls and try to get up to the front, but right now, it, it's like they have a magnet on them, and they've been like that almost all season long, whether it's here uh, this afternoon, Scotia Speed World, Lake Dowsett Motor Speedway, side by side, and in behind them, two friends going at it, Ronnie McKay and Sean Waterfield. Now, I know I fought with my brothers all the time. Wayne and Pete, I've just got to know them recently. Are they friendly with each other, or is there a little action on the racetrack sometimes? You put that helmet on, and everybody is, is a competitor on the racetrack. Off the racetrack, it's a little bit of a friend, friendly sibling rivalry, but 92 of Pete Miller will take that spot away from the 90 of Wayne Miller. Sean Waterfield now battling with Corey Breen up in front. It's all Jeffrey Breen in the 66. He grabbed the lead on that start on lap number one. Now, again, a reminder, this is a twin 25 at lap 25. They'll pull in and we'll finish off the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics feature race brought to you by NTN in just a little bit. But we got to finish part one. It's almost like an opera, Tim. You have the intermission after you, you set up the climax and then we go right to it for the finish coming up in just a little bit. 66 at Jeffrey Breen, about a four-length lead back to the 29 at Darren Price. Darren Price has a three-length lead on the 92 of Pete Miller and the 90 of Wayne Miller sideways at a corner number four. It looks like he almost stepped on the gas a little too quick. Oh. And problems for Darren Price. He's off the pace. He was running second. Now the Millers go around the 29. Ronnie McKay goes around Miller. Pardon me, uh, Darren Price. Shame for the 29 car. Was looking to make it a two for weekend racing in Sydney tomorrow, but his race at Riverside may be spoiled. Power down on the number 29 car. 
tough break for Darren Price, and this is his first race of the season. They do a great job nutting and bolting that race car, but they'll go back. They'll take a look at that one and still have 25 laps a little bit later on if they can get that thing back out here. Now it's a bigger lead for Jeffrey Breen, but I wouldn't rest on my laurels right now because you got a big red 92 coming at you. Oh, he, he's charging up there. His brother in the 90, Wayne Miller, also getting some action from the 0-3, Ronnie McKay. We've got two sets of brothers and two teammates left in this field here, Tim, for the Napa Sportsman Series. You've got a Breen leading a Miller, leading a Miller, leading a Ronnie McKay, and another Breen in position number five with Sean Waterfield kind of kind of saving something here. I think Sean might... Uh, might be playing the game a little bit. He still knows we got another 25 laps to finish off this 50 with that break in between. Maybe he's trying to feel out his race car here. Celtic Ford, one of the presenting sponsors for today's races. And man, this Napa Sportsman Series do finale, we'll call it, with twin 25s picking up some action with the 66, grabbing the lead on the early gecko, and he hasn't looked back. Any Darren Price fans listening or here, 29 off the track, and they're looking at the car. That's not a good thing while they're racing. Yeah, Darren is out of the car. They're looking down the uh, back end of that race car as we close in on halfway through this first halfway feature. And again, there will be an intermission for these drivers if they need to work on any adjustments. We've already lost the 25, Ryan Van Orscott, before we even got started here at Riverside. Jeffrey Breen in the 66 in front of Pete and Wayne Miller. The Millers are 1-2. Ronnie McKay on his backside in fourth. Corey Breen in the number two a bit further back. And Sean Waterfield even further than the number two. Almost a half a track length away from the 66 on lap 15. Ten to go in the first part of the Twin 25s of the Napa Sportsman Series at Riverside International Speedway. Great to be back here on the high banks again. And not much of a challenge up front for the 66 car. He is pulling away from Pete Miller again. Pete got some solid racing in last night, as we mentioned. Pete decided, you know, don't want to damage the car up too much. And uh, they, they got some racing down in Lake Dowson Motor Speedway as well, Tim. Pretty cool to see them traveling all around here. But they've been looking forward to this race here at Riverside. And you know what? I think the first couple laps, once the tire temps come up on Wayne Miller's race car, he is close. Oh, never mind. The 90 car had a big slip down into corner number one and almost paid the price off at turn two. See, I tried to say something nice about Wayne Miller and... Uh, just threw it all away there, Ronnie McKay on his back bumper. Oh, just like that, Tim, just like that. Now, this halfway break for the 92 car, Pete Miller actually may benefit because they could work on anything on that car to try and make it faster, just like that. So, we're coming up here to the halfway break on lap 19, six to go before the, uh, I'll call it the caution flag comes out on the first part here of the Napa Sportsman Series race. Yeah, you call it a halfway break, which is pretty much what it is because we're going to pay the money and the trophies and everything else on lap number 50, so... Uh, Perfect opportunity to come down and adjust your race car a little bit. The 03 of Ronnie McKay on the back bumper, the 90 of Wayne Miller. That is the closest battle on the racetrack, and it is for P number three. Yeah, Ronnie uh, making the trip from Sydney along with his teammate, Sean Waterfield. Sean's a bit further back, and he'll have to work on his car to try and get some speed. It's been the Jeffrey Breen Show for 21 straight laps at Riverside. But again, this is a longer race than 25 laps. This is just the first part. This part doesn't really matter. It's warming up the car and getting it ready. But man, that last part, Tim's going to be action-packed at the front. I guarantee it on the restart. 22 laps completed in this Napa Sports and Series 50 presented by Henry's Auto Pro. Battle for third continues on. But I, I think Ronnie knows he's coming up to that halfway caution 
which is going to come up in two laps, 23 at laps completed at this Napa Sports and Series race. They will get that caution fly to slow the cars down. I'm going to be interested to see what adjustments the Millers can make, and, and maybe that 66 doesn't get a good restart like he did on the start of this race. Who knows? Lap 24, and we will have the caution coming out shortly here as the halfway break will be coming up. Corey Breen and Sean Waterfield cross the front stretch. 66 coming around and uh, come to lap 25, I believe. Next time around, Tim, the caution will come out. Yeah, the field should be completing lap number 25, and I see the finger on the switch for the caution light. So once Corey Breen comes across here and completes lap number 25 for the field, the caution flag should be displayed on the 66 of Jeffrey Breen right here, and indeed it will be. Caution is out. This is the halfway break, per se, for the Napa Sportsman Series, and congratulations. Well, there's... You said it, there's no real, there's no checkered flag, there's no money, there's, you get the, the sense that you led 25 laps, but that's about it for Jeffrey Breen. So Jeffrey Breen dominating the first part of the Napa Sportsman Series race. They'll be back here in just a few moments here. Today's racing is also brought to you by Gallagher, and they're pleased to be a partner in bringing this race here at Riverside International Speedway to you. They hope you're enjoying the opportunity to attend a live race again, given the circumstances we face in today's world. Across the globe and here in Nova Scotia, Gallagher employees help you face their future with confidence. As one of the largest insurance brokerages, uh, brokerages, pardon me, in the world, they are here for you to help guide you through risk management and your insurance needs now and in the future. Gallagher hopes that you and your family remain safe, and they hope you enjoy today's races. And I think so far, uh, people have been enjoying them because we've had some fantastic racing so far, Tim. And we've got a few listeners listening on Tim'sCorner.ca as well. Also, want to say hello to Greg McKay, who was cheering on uh, Mr. Breen on that last uh, run there as we. We'll bring the Napa Sportsman cars down to pit road so they'll have an opportunity to adjust their race cars, work on them, or maybe in the case of Jeffrey Breen and Pete Miller, you just leave them alone because they were so quick. Uh, we'll bring the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics presented by NTN to the racetrack, and then we'll bring the Napa Sportsman Series back to conclude their 50-lap feature. want to say hello to Dan Eddy as well. Dan is listening in, and he asked me, and I'm going to have to ask someone around here. He was compared or was curious about the purses for this racing in between the you know the Jim Hallahan 250 and, the, and some of the bigger races in the province of New Brunswick uh, I don't know the answer but I will uh I'll do some investigation for Mr. Eddie want to thank him for supporting Tim's Corner.ca and Tim's Corner TV this season your boy's helping out the 83 car today I saw Brad uh, helping load the 83 on track he called himself a grease monkey today I walked by Brad <laughs> a little bit earlier he said I'm doing the grease monkey work today he said we'll get back to driving in a couple of weeks with the uh Dwayne McKay number 17. that's great so a few of the sportsman cars are in the pits now and they they may be fueling up, Tim, and you know what's important? Making sure that oil tank at home is also filled. We're getting to wintertime soon, and McGilvery Fuels, they're your locally owned and operated heating oil and propane distributor. They offer a full range of services to make sure you're never left out in the cold. McGilvery Fuels has a local office here in Antigonish with worry-free automatic delivery, interest-free budget plans, equipment financing and leasing, and much more. If you want to find out more about McGilvery Fuels, you can call 902-863-2500. McGilvery Fuels and Anaganish on 35 Adams Street, always trying to serve you better. Tim? Be before we go vintage racing, are they stuffing Ryan Van Orskot into that 25 car? I think they're going to bring out the 25 car for the second I part of the race. I see Anita getting uh, Ryan buckled in, so that's, uh, that's kind of neat, but we've got the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics on the racetrack now. And guess what I'm doing when I go on the front stretch, Tim? Wearing that dazzling Dylan jacket. 
Oh boy. I'm bringing that puppy out, but let's go through your starting lineup here. The third race for the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics Vintage Race Car Series presented by NTN Bearings. New to the series in that number 71, not new to Riverside though, that is Chris Dingle in the 60-ish Chevy Camaro. The Quarantine Demon, Jim Rankin in the 63 car in second. The Legend, Cy Harvey in the 49 starting third. In the number 10, the Hound is back at Riverside. That's Jeff Ainsley in the number 10. Uh, also, Ron Heffler, the great Ron Heffler, helped build that car too in 1965 Chevy 2. And the winner of the heat race earlier this afternoon, Patty Lawrence in the 134. Also got to give recognition to Frank Fraser Jr., Greg Seward, our race director as well. Uh, Billy Powell Jr., normally in the flag stand today, it is Rob Bonus. This time around, race fans, first time having the heart of a champion, Hot Rod Classics here at Riverside. When these drivers come around the front stretch, let's give them a big vintage wave here at Riverside. Come on, everyone. Grab your hat, grab something, maybe your face mask, and wave it to these drivers. They're going to wave back at you. Tim, that pace car is pulled off. That 134 made its debut many, many moons ago. I'm wondering what the 25 is thinking. They're going to go on the apron and pull around the other way. Tim, we're not going to have the 25 on track, but we have five vintage cars ready to rock and roll. The first Nova Scotia race for the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics is underway. Yeah, Jim Rankin going to try to hop out to the lead on the outside, but Chris Dingle holds that spot on the inside, and don't look now. Here comes Cy Harvey. Harvey looks over that battle for the top spot as they work through corners number three and four. The 63 car and the 49, the only two winners at the only two races we had at Petty International Raceway in front. At the back it is Pat Lawrence next to the Hound, the 10, Jeff Ainsley. Dingle leading. Here comes the quarantine demon, 63. Jim Rankin with Cy Harvey sitting in third, waiting to make a pounce, waiting to try and make a move, and he's there, Tim Terry. Side by side for position number two, Cy Harvey to the inside, Jim Rankin to the outside. Your two winners in this series so far, both won races at Petty International Raceway. Chris Dingle up in front leading this field, a former sportsman winner at Scotia Speed World. A couple of top three finishes in the Shriners Classic and leading the field here. This would be one of the highlights of his career if he can win at Riverside. Oh, you, you join that list of Riverside winners. Jim Rankin, a drag racing history with his family. He would love to get a big win here. And he's got some Dodge power trying to charge around two Chevys on the bottom. And oh, by the way, here comes Patty Lawrence to make it a four-way. 134 of Lawrence has closed into this battle up in front, side by side, down into corner number three for the lead, Jim Rankin, Chris Dingle, side by side. And Jim Rankin's able to power around the 71, but hold on to your hats, folks. Here comes the legend, Cy Harvey. He goes around the 71, size a man on the mission, charging up the first. Cy Harvey looking over Rankin for that lead position, and here comes Lawrence taking a look to the outside of Chris Dingle. The uh, Patty Lawrence 134, the Pinto, looking for position number three. Jeff Ainsley a little further back in the 10, but hey, you never know what can happen here at Riverside. He's just getting some laughs on the number 10. The Hound here back at the high banks of Anaganish. Jim Rankin in the 63 winner last week at the Mike Stevens Memorials in front of Cy Harvey. P3 goes to Patty Lawrence, and Patty's going to try the outside and see if he can maybe work his way to the front. 
Cy Harvey takes a look to the inside of Jim Rankin, gets the wheel there side by side. Now Cy Harvey picked his position, and he's going to try to drive it to the lead. Cy Harvey to first. Now just a reminder, fans, they use manual scoring for the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics presented by NTN Bearings. We're keeping track of it. Rob Bonus will let you know when we cross the halfway point. A 20-lap feature in between the Napa Sportsman Series and the legend Cy Harvey is getting away, but here comes the 134 charging on the outside. He's really there, Tim. Wow, what a move from the 134. He was able to put the power down, Dylan, through one and two, and that thing did not slip a wheel at all. This time by Rob Bonus shows him the cross flags. Cy Harvey sees him first. We're halfway. Clean racing here at the high banks of Riverside. Again, the Nova Scotia debut for this series. We were supposed to be here back in July, but hey, better late than never. We've got some fall colors, and we've got the, the rusty color number 49, Cy Harvey, in front of the 63 and the 134 and the 71. That's Rankin, Lawrence, and Dingle bunched up, but the legend in a league of his own right now getting on the backstretch while they're still in the middle of one and two. Saving, Cy Harvey's not saving the first 10 laps or so. I think he might have put something in reserve, and now he's put the foot down, and he's got about a quarter straightaway lead on the battle for position number two, and now a side-by-side -side battle for third as Chris Dingle tries to hold off the 134. Yeah, going to be tough there. Patty won that heat race earlier on. Cy Harvey has pulled away from everybody else as we're closing into the final part of this Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics race powered by NTN. First time on the high banks of Riverside. Cy didn't have a great run last week at Petty. I don't know what problems he had. He was saying with you, Tim, that he was using nine-year-old sportsman tires from Daryl Marr. Yeah, nine-year-old pro stock tires that Daryl had left over from the Cat 250 nine years ago at Scotia Speed World. But uh, that's the great thing about this. Put some used tires on the race car. Come out and have some fun with this division. And I think Cy is having a ton of fun, as is everybody on this race track. Look at that run from the 134. Was able to stick it to the outside, and Lawrence able to try to drive around Jim Rankin. Uh, he's got to really put some horsepower down if he wants to catch up to the legend, Cy Harvey. P2 now goes to the 134 as we're closing in on the last few laps here, Tim. Final few laps in this Heart of a Champion feature. The 134 of Lawrence has cleared for position number two, has pulled away from Rankins, kind of made it look easy, and now trying to close in on the 49 of Harvey as they come down to complete one more lap. Oh, here comes Pat Lawrence in the 134. He's starting to close in, reeling in, if you will, the 49 car. Size lead has gone away a little bit. Tim, we're coming up to two laps to go. Rob Bonus, he's grabbed the checkered and the white together. And... Patty Lawrence is there, two laps to go. Cy Harvey may or may not have to make this car fairly wide, Dylan, because I think we're getting ready for a show up in front. Oh, you're not kidding. Lap and a half left to go. Cy Harvey's lead is gone. Pat Lawrence is there. He charges on the outside. One more lap for the heart of a champion, Hot Rod Classics. Here comes Lawrence on the outside. Lawrence and Harvey, two famous last names in racing. Cy Harvey on the bottom. Patty Lawrence won the heat race earlier. Around three and four, checkered flag in the air. Who's going to win the first race in Nova Scotia? It's going to be the legend Cy Harvey in front of the 134. Jim Rankin's going to finish third. What a race from the heart of a champion, Hot Rod Classics. Anyone here a Cy Harvey fan? Cy Harvey gets another win at Riverside International Speedway. Cy's going to grab a checkered flag when he comes around, race fans, in his open face mask. Give him a wave as he comes around.
And Tim, I'm going to go grab my dazzling jacket. I, I believe we're going to be doing interviews here. Ooh, I can feel the sparkle already. <laughs> Hang tight, folks. So as Dylan gets dressed, Cy Harvey, he had clothes on. Well, for all those people that are listening online, he did have clothes on. He's just getting extra dressed here. Uh, Cy Harvey displaying the checkered flag out the side of that Harvey's Auto number 49. He'll work around the cleanup crew in three and four. Second feature win of the season in this heart of a champion. Hot Rod Classics powered by NTN Bearings. And he's going to bring the flag back to... Rob Bonus, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for him. Cy Harvey is your feature winner. And he's going to pull away. So, Tim, I got dressed up for nothing? Well, no, you, it, it's a race at Riverside. Look well, at that jacket. Look at that. I was hoping to do an interview with Cy, but... What, what a win from Cy Harvey in the 49. I was I, Tim, I got, I got my dazzling jacket on. I was hoping to talk to the legend here. He's coming oh, back he, around for He's you. coming. I think he wants to chat with me here. Let's see if we can get a quick word if he stops in the front stretch. There's no stopping the legend. He, either that or he just doesn't want to talk to you, one of the two. Maybe he wants some fish and chips from uh, the cabana here. I can understand why he doesn't want to talk to me. He wants to get some food. Yeah, I don't blame him. Let's give another hand, uh, hand everybody. Cy Harvey in that 1949 Chevy, winning the third Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics race powered by NTN. And if you're interested about this series, go to heartofachampion.ca to find out more. So the Napa Sportsman Series lining back up for the conclusion. Of the Napa 50, presented by Henry's Auto Pro, want to thank some of the sponsors in the Napa Sports and Series, including UA Local 244, Seiko Automotive, Scott Allen, Scotia Diesel, MMI Roofing and Carpentry, R&D Performance Center. Our race sponsor today is Henry's Napa Auto Pro. Our series sponsor, want to say hello to Todd Robertson from Napa, Antigonish, New Glasgow, and Port Hawkesbury. Along with supporting sponsors, 98.9 XFM, Avis and Budget, Here's your sign and awards and EIT race radios. Proud sponsors of the Napa Sports and Series. Here in 2020, the pace car rolls off and in behind, it's going to bring the Chris and Bethany McCormick, number 66. It's driven by Antigonish Nova Scotia's Jeffrey Breen. Outside row number one for this restart. Going to see the 92 car. That is Pete Miller from Kennecook. The 90, his brother, that is Wayne Miller, the 03 is Ronnie McKay. The 23 is Sean Waterfield from Sydney. The cooperators A&W number two, that is Corey Breen. The 25 is Ryan Van, Ryan Van Orscott is on the racetrack in the 25 car. How about that? The Steve Doyle construction, Ron McGilvery, Chevrolet Buick GMC number 25. We'll start scratch on this one. So the field in behind the Napa Auto Parts pace car. If you need your parts quick, you need a part for your vehicle, call Todd and the crew at 
Napa and Antigonish, New Glasgow or Port Hawkesbury. Proud supporters of stock car racing here at Riverside and throughout the region. Only car not answering the callback to this green flag would be Darren Price. The 29 car appears to be loaded up for the afternoon and will not compete in the second half of this event. But it's great to see all the work that Ryan Van Orscott and his crew have done. The Steve Doyle Construction, Michelle's Grill, Ron McGilvery, Chevrolet Buick GMC number 25. Back on the racetrack, albeit 25 laps down. This is the continuation of the first 25 laps. But still out here to make some laps and get ready for the pro stock race a little bit later on. Get some laps under his belt prior to climbing into that Tom Sim special in the number 80. Okay, Bill Vazel has a question for everybody here. If you want to see the field inverted, stand up. Who wants to see the field inverted? Who wants to see some fun today? If you want to see the field inverted, stand up. That means oh, Dennis Nickerson stood up right away. That means the 66 <laughs> goes to the back. That means he starts last year. Who wants to see the fast car start at the back? Stand up. Look, there's two racers. So we got Dennis Nickerson standing up over here. We got Phil. Oh, Phil stood up. Never mind. <laughs> Well, Bill, Bill's looking down there. What do you think, Bill? I think we should send him Thumbs to the back. Thumbs up! We're inverting the field. Woohoo! I love fun. <laughs> we love changing stuff on the fly. Yes, we do. So I'm going to keep the dazzling jacket on when I interview hey, these well, guys. You yeah, do look sharp. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. once we, we, go ahead, Tim. Uh, this is going to be fun. This Jeffrey, is going to be fun. Je Jeffrey Breen and Pete Miller have two of the uh, strongest race cars that we have here. Very quick race cars, and now, uh, well, we're going to flip-flop, so we're going to have a Breen still on the pole, but it's going to be Corey Breen. Yes. Yes. Pretty neat. That's going to be uh, going to be quite the show. I love a, a couple of inversions here and there. Yeah, Bill came over. He said, do you want to ask them to flip? And I said, well, are we doing a Carl Edwards, you know, competition oh my or goodness. something? Or? That's something. Today's racing is brought to you by Redline Sport and Cycle here at Riverside International Speedway. They're at Northern Nova Scotia's five-star Yamaha dealer from ATV side-by-side -side generators, outboard motors. They've got everything, including the new 2021 Yamaha Wolverine R-Max 1000 side-by-side. -side. They're located just 10 minutes east of Antigonish at exit 35B. Check them out on the web, too redline-yamaha.ca got some big boy cars on track here too oh man with a field inversion it's gonna be crazy uh, crazy might be the understatement as we line these cars up so it'll be Corey Breen on the pole with the uh, Target Hydraulics Safeway Auto Parts vote for Donald Campbell number 23 of Sean Waterfield the, is change coming? Uh, change maybe I heard that they've got a street stock car for tomorrow. It won't be Donald driving it. Wow. Yeah, that's that is exciting. Change is coming. Street stocks are coming back to Cape Breton tomorrow. Pretty neat. Yeah. So the sportsmen are lining up here. Want to thank also Steel Mag for supporting today's racing, as well as well we got plenty of great sponsors to be honest with you. Stones RV, 
big supporter of Riverside International Speedway. And look at that. We've got one Breen in the front, one Breen in the back, but not the same as we had before, Tim. I'm going to assume that one Breen is probably a little bit disappointed with the crowd. One Breen's probably happy. <laughs> but Jeffrey's got 25 laps to get back up to the front of the field. See, here's the thing, though. We, we talked about Jeffrey having the pole potentially when we went back green and having Pete Miller to the outside. Now Pete Miller going to be on the inside. Jeffrey Breen's going to be... And I don't want to say stuck on the outside because if that high side can get a little bit of a momentum and get a little bit of a run, they might be able to rock it to the lead. They might be able to. So this is the second part of the Napa Sportsman Series feature. And, well, the boss said we're inverting the field, so that's what's happening here with the number two car, Corey Breen, bringing us to the green flag along with Sean Waterfield in the 23. The, the fans said we're inverting the field. Bill just agreed to it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Well, either way, we're going to have a fun time finishing out 25 green flag laps here at Riverside International Speedway. Corey Breen in the number two A&W car, ready to get the green flag. He was at the back of the field when we finished off the first part. Now he's at the front. Green flag is waving. Waterfield and Breen in front. If you're Jeffrey Breen, if you're Pete Miller, you're going to have to tiptoe here for a couple laps of 23 of Sean Waterfield to the upside. Maybe he was playing the game. Maybe he saved a little bit. Sean Waterfield to the lead in the 23. So again, we're restarting on lap 26. And oh, here comes that fast 66. Jeffrey Breen working around his brother, Corey. Now blocked by Miller in the 90. Can he maybe cut down to the bottom? And here comes Ronnie McKay in the 0-3. And Pete Miller is boxed into position number six right now. The 92 car takes a look to the outside of the two of Corey Breen in behind the 03 of Ronnie McKay in the 66 of Jeffrey Breen begins to look. What a run he gets at a quarter number two. Flashes that nose to the inside, just not close enough to make the move on the 90. Sean Wanderfield again was at the back on the restart. Now he slides up the track in front of the 90. Man, that 23 is going to have to block like an 18-wheeler if he wants to keep the lead from the fast 66 car. Jeffrey making quick work of the field as he's picking him off in lap 29. Nose to tail for your top six to 90. And Miller continues looking. Jeffrey Breen sees the hole to the inside. Side by side down the front straight away. The 66 barely has that line there. Gets in a side by side through one and two and tries to take the advantage on the inside. Oh, Jeffrey was a little loose there in one and two, but he's still fast slideways, if you will. And he's going to try and slide in front of the 90. Not able to do it on the front stretch. Also, Ronnie McKay joining this to make it a close four-way battle. Now he, the 66 clears the 90. On the charge, it's the 0-3 and the 66. Oh, no, contact. This 90 bumps the 66. They keep it straight, though, but the 90 car, Miller, Wayne Miller falling back side-by-side side with his brother. The 0-3 of Ronnie McKay kind of forced his way in there a little bit. Battle for the lead. Here comes the 66 poking to the inside of Sean Waterfield and Jeffrey Breen. It took him eight laps to get back to the front. Breen will lead the 0-3 of Ronnie McKay. Now to position number two. Ronnie kind of forced his way into there as I was trying to make that point. Now they're all bottling for position number three, and it's a four-way dance. Ronnie couldn't wait. He had to get around. Oh, it's getting tight at the back with the 90 blocked by the 23. And Corey Breen goes underneath Sean Waterfield. If Ronnie McKay from Sydney's got anything left in the tank, got to use it on this near last lap 15 stretch before the checkered flag comes out. Ryan Van Orscott back to pit road in the 25 car as we continue to work under the green flag. 15 laps remaining in this Napa Sportsman Series event. 
Breen, Jeffrey Breen leads the 03 of Ronnie McKay. And where did Pete Miller come from? Here comes the 92 car closing into the top two. Now, some of these cars may have been saving their stuff, Tim, because they knew that first part of the race, it wasn't going to be really that important except for kind of setting up your car. It did invert the field, so something important did come. But Ronnie McKay is not losing your leader. Ronnie McKay is catching up to the 66. If you are Pete Miller, you've got a really quick race car underneath you. You know that. You battled a little bit with the 03 of Ronnie McKay earlier, but those two passes in front of you, Ronnie McKay and Jeffrey Breen, are going to become difficult if you can get up to them. The 03 of Ronnie McKay has a manageable gap ahead of him to the 66. It's about one car length. If he feels like he has a little bit more, he can push a little bit more, but closing in now in 12 laps to go, it may be time to start showing. Yeah, and as you were saying, Tim, you can sort of play the game and uh, test out how the car is working, maybe lay back a little bit. Ronnie McKay has got to show that he's got some horsepower underneath that hood. A little further back, Corey Breen still battling with Wayne Miller, his brother Pete in the catbird seat watching the 03 close in on the 66, but Breen, Jeffrey Breen is still in front after starting at the back on this restart on lap 26, but grabbed the lead eight laps in part two. And if Jeffrey Breen can win this one, this would be his first feature win for Chris and Bethany McCormick. That is Chris's race car. Tag Jeffrey Breen to drive that race car in Halifax last year. And uh, they did some traveling at the end of the year. And I could be wrong. This may even be their first start at Riverside together. Ooh, the 66 with a little slideways, though. But again, he's able to keep control of that car. Ronnie McKay still within about a car length and a half in the turns. It looks like the 66 is a little better on the backstretch, getting away at a turn two. But I tell you, on lap 41, Ronnie McKay is still in grabbing distance. It's almost like Jeffrey Breen didn't get off at turn number four as well as Ronnie McKay. It's like Ronnie was able to put the power down a little bit more than Jeffrey Breen. We'll see it this time here coming out of corner number four. Seven laps to go and Breen way up the racetrack. Uh-oh, that's not good. That's going to open another door for Ronald McKay, and he's now within a car length. The 66 was super loose out of turn four. Lap 44 coming up, and the 03 has closed in the 66. Turn four has not been kind to Jeffrey Breen. Do you think it's nerves? I don't know. You got a veteran right behind you in the 03 car, but I've heard from many racers, don't look at that mirror. Flip it up the other way because you don't want to be looking at it when you're in first. Jeffrey Breen has a one-car length advantage on the 03 of Ronnie McKay. They've pulled away from Pete Miller. Five laps to go in this Napa Sports and Series race. This would be huge for either of those drivers up in front to win here at Riverside. The 03 of Ronnie McKay took a couple of years off. The 66 of Jeffrey Breen. He's been trying for so many years to bring name synonymous here at Riverside. Trying to close the deal. Easier said than done, though. Yeah, Ronnie tried going a little lower on that turn into turn one. Didn't quite work for the 03 car. I'm noticing the 66 washes up a little bit in turn four on the exit especially three laps to go tim terry here at riverside the zero three falls back a little bit after diving a little too deep in one and two ronnie mckay trying to close the gap can he get there they'll come by to the sticks this time two laps to go for the 66 of jeffrey breen this would be the biggest win of his career if he can close it off dylan down the back straight away pulling away from ronnie mckay two lengths Keep it between the walls and keep it straight. White flag coming here for Breen. One more time around the high banks of Riverside International Speedway. Does Ronald McKay from Sydney have anything left? If he does, he's got to try and dive in turn three to use it. Breen in front of McKay. 
The 0-3 dives. It's not enough. The hometown boy, Jeffrey Breen, wins the Napa Sportsman Series race. Ronnie McKay from Sydney finishes in second. Pete Miller from Kennecook in third. Yeah, this is going to be a very happy gentleman down in victory lane. Huge win for Jeffrey Breen. Driving for Chris and Bethany McCormick. The 03 of Ronnie McKay pulling up, congratulating the driver, the 66. They're going to come down to victory lane. Dylan, are you heading down? Because this is going to be big for Jeffrey. It is going to be huge. Race fans, let's give it up for your winner in the 66 from Anaganich. It's Jeffrey Breen. Also, we have a notice about a, a set of lost keys. One single key on a giant, we'll call it a stick that's striped. If you found that around the racetrack, uh, give it to an attendant here at Riverside Speedway. They'll make sure to get it to the owners. Going to go down here my dazzling jacket, Tim, to talk to our race winners. You have to think maybe the nerves were starting to impact the driver, the 66, in those last couple laps. Car faded away a little bit. The Napa crew gives a little bit of a wave to the... Driver of the 66, ladies and gentlemen, this is huge for this driver. Give it up for Jeffrey Breen. First win. Yeah, he's going to light it up. Chris and Bethany might not be. Oh, boy. That's not his race car. We still need it for a couple of weeks in Sydney, I think. Going to do the Polish victory lap. Cut his teeth racing four-cylinder cars at Scotia Speed World in the Lightning Division. Moved up with his brother, Corey, to run the Napa Sportsman Series. Got the call from Chris and Bethany McCormick last year. Chris bought a race car. That's a former Dave Timmons race car. He said, I need somebody to drive the race car. Will you do it in Halifax? Will you come home and race at Scotia Speed World? He said, absolutely. And Jeffrey Breen soaking it all in down the back straightaway. What a win for driver number 66. We go down trackside to Dazzling Dylan with your top three. Yeah, the hot rod guys didn't want to talk to me in my dazzling jacket. <laughs> He's coming around waving at you, race fans. He appreciates you being here today at Riverside. Big win for the 66 car. Jeffrey Bream will chat with him as he drops off the checkered flag. We'll also chat with our top three, Ronnie McKay. What a run for him coming down from Sydney. Also, Pete Miller in the 92, solid top three. He's going to burn some more rubber, I think. He's revving that engine. He's going to pull up right here. Going to drop that checkered flag off. Takes the wheel off. Huge win for the 66. Just going to get unstrapped here after... A twin 25 feature at Riverside International Speedway. Very excited to chat with this guy, and he was super excited. Taking a big sigh of relief as well, taking off the belts, five-point harness. He's unstrapping, Hans device off. He's taking down the window net. Race fans, he can hear you. It's Jeffrey Breen winning the Napa Sportsman Series feature. We got a face, a, a winning face mask for you there, Jeff. This, Tim Terry was saying, this is probably the biggest win of your career. You're a hometown boy from Antigonish. How does it feel to get a win here at Riverside? 
I can't put it into words. It's something I've always dreamed about. I've watched my brother race here for many, many years, and uh, yeah, I, I, the dream is, was to always win here. And smaller field, but I, I think even with a bigger field, we would still had a good finish. We had a good car. How'd you feel about the field inversion? Were you in favor or against it? I didn't care. I planned on going to the front. We had a good car. Car was working really good. Uh, how was it shaking down the entire way? And you had a little battle at the end with Ronnie. You got a little loose there in turn four. How were the last laps here? Ronnie really come on strong, and uh, I had to pick the pace up a little bit, and uh, that's all I had left. And I was on the verge of, uh, it looked smooth, but I was on the verge of wrecking the last 20, 20 laps. So uh, I'm happy. We ran Halifax last night, and we worked all night to get this car ready, and we come up a little short on a podium yesterday. Uh, we jumped in the car, I had no laps of practice, and my brother didn't have any laps of practice. We, we got here at about 2 o'clock, so unbelievable. I'm very, very grateful, very, very happy. You're the hometown boy. I'm sure you got some family and friends here. Any sponsors you also want to salute to? Uh, I want to thank all my sponsors that uh, sponsored my uh, car that I ran here locally uh, when I was driving the number 22. Um, I want to thank my mom and dad for always sticking with me through all these years. Uh, my brother, of course, uh, great teammate and always enjoy racing with him and uh, car owners that own this car, Chris and Bethany McCormick for giving me the opportunity to race. Um, yeah, it's lots of fun. Uh, Eddie Rector, my friend, uh, Stanley McCachran, uh, who else, my sisters, all my family, everybody. That's Jeffrey Breen winning the Napa Sportsman feature. Let's give it up one more time here. We'll get a quick photo with the checkered flag and the, and the trophy here. And of course, the celebratory face mask. Got to be safe here at Riverside. That's Jeffrey Breen winning this Napa Sportsman feature. Now let's chat with our second place finisher. Making all the trip from Sydney, Nova Scotia. We're going to give you a second place face mask here. But Ronnie McKay, what a run the rocket towards the end. You almost had it. You were that close in turn four after he got loose. How was your race out there? Yeah, it was pretty good. The car was kind of tight the first going off, and uh, we made some changes, and uh, it was a lot better that time. Still a little bit too tight, but he got loose, and, uh, and I got to him, and I probably should have waited one more lap before I tried him, and uh, after that, there was just not enough time, but uh, he drove a great race, and it was fun. First time here in 23 years, so I'm uh, pretty happy. So what do you think of the new pavement? <laughs> Pretty nice. <laughs> it's a lot better than the last time I drove here. How'd you feel about the field inversion? Oh, I didn't mind it. I, I, whatever's great for the fans is good for me. I, I, you know, like, I mean, that's, that's why we come and race and everything. And there's, everybody has people they know and friends and stuff in the, fan, in the stand. So, uh, no, I, I don't mind it at all. So we got a big race coming up tomorrow in the homeland at Sydney Speedway, and you got a bunch of great partners on this car. Who's on the car, and who's going to help you maybe get the win tomorrow in Sydney? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank Robbie Reed and Robbie's Towing. Uh, Robbie helps me out tons, and, uh, you know, he's, he's a big part of what we do here. And uh, Regional Chiropractic, Joel Dunn, uh, McGuire Farms, Safeway Auto Parts, uh, Xander Signs, Target Hydraulics, Mercer Fuels, uh, I don't think I'm missing anyone. Uh, that's uh, Sean Waterfield. I mean, Sean, me and Sean have been buddies for years, and uh, Sean just, you know, he gets me stuff, and he helps me out, and we're kind of back and forth. We're like, it's like one big car, really, and uh, like these guys, you couldn't do it without them. And, of course, my, uh, my team, you know, like it's a family-run organization. My brother Kent, my son Craig, my wife, my dad, my mom. You know, like uh, without everybody, 
my nephew Carter's here with us the last couple times. We're trying to get him going at it. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's fun, you know, like, and uh, we, all, we all put into it. So it's, uh, it works out pretty good. Well, congratulations on your second place finish. We'll do an air fist pump or elbows. There we go, dazzling jacket elbow. That's Ronnie McKay finishing second, coming from Sydney. Big race tomorrow for him. Now, okay, I don't need a face mask for you. You got your own custom Miller Brothers face mask. Pete Miller, solid top three finish. How was the racing out there? Uh, it was good racing. I was glad to be in the podium. I waited all summer to get here. Did you race at Scotia Speedway last night to get a little testing? Yeah, I've, I've pretty much raced a full season this year. I've raced at Scotia, Shediac, uh, Yarmouth, and here. So we've got lots of racing in. And how long have you been waiting to get back here at the high banks of Riverside? And you get a podium finish too. This is, uh, this is my favorite track of them all, so I couldn't wait to get here. So what's the plan for the rest of the year? Any more racing? Uh, we're going to run the championships in Shediac next week, and I guess that'll likely sober up. Who's on the car? Any family members you want to salute? I'd just like to thank all the crew, uh, Shore Cycle, AJK, DAC Industrial, Jeff Miller Auto Parts, and uh, just everybody who helps out. <clears throat> How great is it to see fans here back at a racetrack in Nova Scotia? Oh, this is great to have the fans back. Excellent stuff. And that is Wayne, or Pete Miller, pardon me, his brother Wayne was in this field too. Let's give it up for Pete Miller here, finishing third in the Napa Sportsman Series. And I gotta say, give all yourselves a round of applause too. It's great to see fans back at Riverside, huh? How about that? Oh, come on, you can be louder than that. We're back here at Riverside. Are we excited today? Awesome stuff. Well, that's the Napa Sportsman Series, their race for 2020. Tim Terry, we're going pro stock racing shortly. You know what? I don't know how we're gonna top a Jeffrey Breen win. In the sportsman, congratulations to Jeffrey, congratulations to Chris, big win here at Riverside. But now we'll get ready to go racing for 150. Green flag laps in the Toramont Cat. 150 as the sportsman drivers load back into their race cars. We'll do a driver introductions. We'll have Noel sing the anthem, then we'll Load him up for 150 laps of green flag competition in the first pro stock race of the season. Here at Riverside International Speedway. Great. Heart of a champion hot rod classics race. Won by Cy Harvey. Jeffrey Breen is the winner in the Napa 50. Presented by Henry's Auto Pro. as they'll give a little bit of a push to Jeffrey Breen to get him back to the tech area. I want to thank everybody for listening on timscorner.ca. If you're listening in, be sure to hit that share button. Let your friends know you're doing some listening to some racing action here from Riverside International Speedway. We will be live on the stream tomorrow as well. From Sydney Speedway, the Sunday in September, we'll also be live on timscorner.tv. If you want to partake in some racing action from... Cape Breton Island. Our sportsman winner may need a push. Okay, try, try it again. We'll push it backwards now. You know, you know what? I don't, I, I don't think Jeffrey Breen cares if he has to be pushed around the racetrack. This is huge for him. Now, Chris might be out of breath by the time they hit turn number one. <laughs> I should have stayed on the track, Tim, to help him out. 
He just wants his time in the, in the sun. That's all he wants. Yeah, he's got to basket it and get ready for the Toromon Cat 150 coming up. And a reminder, Toromon Cat is your cat dealer across eastern Canada. They are dedicated to supplying and servicing new and used equipment, delivering a superior customer experience and exceptional product and support to the markets they serve. At Toromon Cat, safety is a top priority, and they strive to achieve an environmental free, environment free of injury and accidents for employees and customers. They're wishing all the best to the drivers and you, the fans, here this afternoon. If you need used heavy equipment or brand new heavy equipment, from crushers to forestry products to paving, you name it, it's there. They have a huge inventory at all their locations in Dartmouth, New Brunswick, and also in Sydney, where we're going tomorrow, Tim. So we're so thankful for Toramont Cat being here today, sponsoring today's Toramont Cat 150. The 66 car of Breen waiting for a push. Here comes the cleanup crew. The lights atop the pace car. Wayne Parker driving the pace car this afternoon have been illuminated. And we are getting ready to see the pro stocks hit the racetrack for the first time in feature competition on the high banks. See the King Racing crew making their way across the racetrack. Yeah, things are a little different this year, Tim. They're in a different spotter stand. They're actually going to be in turn four this year. Uh, well, no. No, different? Uh, some of them are going to be right in front of us, I believe, okay. in one of these sections. I, the spotter stand was supposed to be closed over in turn number one. I see a couple have leaked their way up into there. Uh, hanging out with Steve Austin from Tim's Corner Motorsports, our uh, camera person for the day. want to say hello to Brandon Campbell as well. He's fidgeting with the static on the front straightaway. Doing some onboard stuff, doing some cool stuff here. Just playing around today on a Saturday afternoon at Riverside. Just having some fun, and that's all we're having. Uh, we're having a good time here. It's great to be back at the racetrack, and it was great to hear all the cheering there when I was down on the track. We're, we're a small crowd of only 1,250 people, but, man, it sounded like 15,000 people down there. It's amazing that you're all here soaking up this pro stock race. We got a, two exciting finishes. Are they louder than Ryan's number one fan, though? Who is that? Uh, the gentleman from Cape Breton. Oh, no, no, no. no. You, you'll never be louder than an angry caper at a racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> that, you got to check out timscorner.ca to see the, the footage of that. No, you don't need to see it. You just need to hear it. <laughs> I hear some pro stocks getting ready to head to the racetrack. Dylan, we're going racing for 150 laps. Presented by Toramon Cat, the Parts for Trucks Pro Stock Tour. Coming to the racetrack now. Just a reminder, fans, if you're in the green zone, your washroom facilities are the porta potties near turn four. You have to stay in your zone the entire time that you are here at Riverside. Face mask also on if you're traveling in the washroom. And as well, when you're sitting, you're allowed to take off that face mask. Get a good look at all these pro stock cars rolling on the track, getting ready for the Toramont Cat 150. So here come the one crew members out to you know, check the pressures, all those fun stuff before they do go 
racing for 150 laps and you mentioned it we we had the jim hallahan 250 a couple of weeks ago we had the 40 lap competition cautions we had the halfway break none of those today if we go green to checker we go green to checker that that's what could possibly happen and all the racing action want to give another salute to our great sponsors including aggregate equipment county of Anaganish, east coast credit union celtic ford along with mcgillivray fuels ormac redline steel volkswagen toromont cat of course sponsoring tonight's race ua local along with Wearwell, uh, just some of the many sponsors that have been uh, working here today. And you can see the walking billboards, which I've been getting a kick out of. Uh, reminder again, race fans, if you are feeling unwell, please stay in your seat. The number to call if you're feeling unwell, COVID symptoms or not, 902-870-4117. Uh, speaking of that, Tim, we got to give a shout out to some of the staff members here at Riverside. Uh, they were doing the temperature checks before, a lot of COVID protocols, and uh, it's great to see them all back here at the track. And uh, uh, doing some work, which is not necessarily the easiest, but we appreciate your cooperation, race fans. It's great to see you all back here in the stands, and here come all the cars on the track. The 80 of Van Orscott just rolling, and he'll be the last car before we get some driver intros underway for the Toromont Cat 150. Ryan Van Orscott has been busy today. Ryan ran the sportsman feature, and now he'll creep his way to the back of the field and get ready to go 150 more laps so it's 175 laps he's doing a feature competition today yeah he's a pretty busy cat uh just some more housekeeping notes if you want to get some food from the cabana here at the racetrack you still can just be on the lookout for one of the saint fx x women basketball team members they will give you the change and the cash and uh the food has been delicious the, the fish and chips the stone baked pizza we thank cabanas being here today and we we look forward to them being back here in 2021 but we've got to finish off 2020 with a little pro stock race here in nova scotia the toramont cat 150 live on timscorner.ca live here at the racetrack just gonna get ryan and uh that is not ryan that is kelly mcintyre what a beard look there's ryan though <laughs> so i got one more question who's ready to see some pro stock racing no, 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 no. This is the first time we've been at Riverside all season. You guys can be louder than that. Who's ready to see some pro stock racing? It is my pleasure to introduce you to the field of competitors for the Tormon Cat 150, the second Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour race of 2020. It's the Ron McGilvery Chevrolet Buick GMC Ace in the Hole Septic Tom Sim Special. Car number 80 starting scratch on the field from Antigonish. It's Ryan Van Orscott. The most hated man in Cape Breton. Two thumbs up. The Dexter Construction Municipal Group at car number zero. His first start in a pro stock here at Riverside International Speedway. He won the sportsman race on IWK 250 weekend one a season ago from Bedford, Matt Vaughn. Canada's Ironman up next. Quaker State Strictly Hydraulics Pie Chevrolet among the sponsors on car number 36. Making his home now in Truro, Nova Scotia. Welcome home, the Iron Man, Gary Elliott. Robbie's towing Fury Race Cars, King Racing, and GNS Racing on car number 83. The driver from Jolly Cure, New Brunswick, Corey Hall. He is a two-time Remax 250 champion. White Lightning Auto Center, Big Cam Fabrication, Brad Seliker Motorsports. Car number two, the team from Miramichi, the driver from Littleton, New Brunswick, Ashton Tucker. 
Entice Motorsports Collins Water Treatment Car number 21 next up on the grid of the driver hails from Bridgewater driving the Ford Mustang is Sean Pierce. Greenfield Enterprise Heinz Racing was quick in practice. The driver from Cornwall, Prince Edward Island, Dylan Gosby. Farrell's Excavation, car number 48 from Conception Bay South, Newfoundland and Labrador. Oh, wait, hold on. Let, let's get him up there. There he is. Waylon Farrell. Nice sprint. Tire, Tire, Canada. Rainers Automotive, O'Connor Glass, Can Canadian Florida Vacation Homes among the sponsors on car number eight this season, celebrating 30 years of racing here with us at Riverside. Make some noise for Ken Vincent. He is your Riverglade International and Mike Stevens Memorial Champion, the Chapman Brothers Construction, Morris Industrial, Redline Sport and Cycle, car number five from Brudenell, Prince Edward Island, Jonathan Hicken. LMA Energy Solutions, Robbie's towing, car number 42. It was a strong run at the Remax 250 a few weeks ago for this driver from Sydney, Nova Scotia, Kyle Reed. It is the Nova Construction Wearwell Garments. Thank you, Frontline Workers, car number 88. The driver from Halifax, multi-time Parts for Trucks Pro Stock Tour champion. Make some noise for John Fleming. It is the King Racing Fury Race Cars car number 13. Next up on the grid, the driver from Picto, Nova Scotia, starting in a position number six. Make some noise for Austin McDonald. Nova Construction Celtic Ford car number 89. Next up on the grid, the driver from Antigonish, Nova Scotia, Donald Chisholm. Your Jim Hallahan 250 winner driving for Atlantic Totlow, top construction, Make-A-Wish Atlantic Provinces. The 53 drivers from Hansport, Nova Scotia, Cole Butcher. Robbie's towing LMA Energy Solutions car number 31, the driver from Sydney, Chris Reed. The Beast, next up, it's the Atlantic Dodge Dealers, car number 29. The driver from Springville, PEI, making his first start of the season, Greg Proud. And the Brycon Construction Mobile One, a 08 car. Starting on the pole, led a ton of laps in Halifax here a couple of weeks ago. Was a couple of weeks ago the best uh, flow, the best hair in the business, but he's getting ready to grow it back. The 08 car from Dartmouth, Nicholas Noggle. Well, it was the best hair. It's, it's now in the garbage. We'd ask everybody to please rise. Gentlemen, remove your caps. Noel Fougier is going to sing us through the Canadian National Anthem. Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love in all of us command. Qu'embrasse porte l'épée, qu'il sait porter la croix. Ton histoire est une épopée des plus brillants exploits. God keep our land, 
glorious and free. O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Thank you, Noel. Drivers, please prepare your cars for competition. Now, how would that last note from Noel? That was great. All the notes were good. <laughs> All the notes were better than whatever I could do. That's true. We, lo we love Noel singing the national anthem here. And it's the calm before the storm, before the Toramont Cat 150, your cat dealer across eastern Canada with three locations in the Maritimes, one in New Brunswick, uh, just outside of Moncton, as well at, or is it just out, uh, also Sydney, Nova Scotia. We're going to drive past that tomorrow and on in Burnside in Dartmouth. And we love them for supporting short track racing here in the Maritimes. What a great field of cars, Tim. All heavy hitters, we were saying during the Atlantic tilt load heats. We are seeing some strong competition. We've got some Drivers who were really good in New Brunswick starting at the back. The number two in the 83, Ashton Tucker and Corey Hall. Yeah, definitely we do. And, and you look at this field, Corey Hall is going to be quick. Ashton Tucker is going to be quick. Uh, Dylan Gosby was on the wrong side of the engine. His heat race was quick in practice. Uh, got some cars that are coming back from the rear of the field to the front and you know, we, we kept saying it's great to see John Fleming here. I see Pat Riders down here as well. Great to see them back at the racetrack and uh, getting ready to go racing. It's, it's not the 97, it's the 88 today, but uh, great to see John back here wheeling a race car and I'm sure we'll see that thing come to the front. Very capable car and very capable driver. Just some more COVID rules reminders here at Riverside International Speedway. You must stay in your zone the entire race. If you got to use the washroom, use the washrooms located in your zone. You'll be able to ask a Riverside staff member or one of the St. FX ex-women basketball players that you can ask them if uh, you need a hand getting around here. Face masks need to be on while you're walking around. Keep them on until you're in your seat, and then you're able to take them off. If you need to make a food order, the cabana is still cranking out some fish and chips and pizza, which is delicious. A great way to... Have some supper. I mean, it's 4 o'clock, Tim. That, that's practically supper time. Now, I know the race is nowhere near being done, but at the conclusion of the Toramon Cat 150, you must remain in your seats for just a couple extra minutes. We need to have an organized exit through the track. So don't all go piling for the door as soon as the checkered flag comes out. You need to stay in your seats for just a few minutes until we get security to help you get out of the track safely so we can come back here next year and enjoy some more racing. Sound good? Sound good, Tim? It sounds great. It's just great being back here. Want to say hello to Jason Pickles, who's tuned in, uh, sitting around the, uh, the camp, getting ready to hear some great racing. And want to say hello to Meredith Hay. I know uh, we wish we had the TCM TV full crew here. They're mostly in Frederick. And we do have Brandon Campbell in here, as well as Steve Austin. So we do have some of our New Brunswick friends here uh, taking care of some content for Tim's Corner TV. So, uh, and Brandon will be up with us tomorrow in Sydney. So I want to say hello to Meredith, Jason, and everybody else that's uh, tuned in. They're getting ready to see a race. Thank you, Five Car. If your driver is ready for 150 laps of green flag competition, we'd ask you to have the one hand held high up in the air. Thank you, Five. Thank you, 89. 
Tom Stewart, who raced at Scotia Speed World last night, he's checked in, listening online. We thank him. Also, Smoking Joe Chisholm from Race Time Radio. We wish the RTR crew could be here, but unfortunately, with uh, the self-isolation, that's not going to be the case for the rest of 2020. Fingers crossed for 2021, uh, but Joe's checked in. He's listening. Uh, he cannot wait for this race. They've got their first broadcast coming up next weekend uh, in Ontario. So uh, Joe and uh, Jerry and Josh going to warm up the vocal cords. I saw Brad last week. He's doing good. Uh, but it's great to have the people checking in online, but it's better to see all your lovely faces. And uh, even with the mask on, it's great to see it. I love to see that here as you're walking around. Hands are starting to go up. Tim still working on a few more cars, including the 80, the 0, which that is going to take an adjustment for me too. That is not Sean Turple in that car. That is Matt Vaughn driving the Municipal Group 0 car, Dexter Construction on that car too. Just after 4 o'clock, sun is still in the sky, going right through the afternoon at Riverside. First race weekend of the year, Tim. Waiting for a couple of cars near the front of the field to say they are ready to go. We'll wait for the high sign from Scott Cunning next door. Trevor McDonald is on this racetrack. Hard-working group of individuals making this Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour race go off. Trevor going over to the 88 car of John Fleming. I believe we are waiting on the... 88 car, and as soon as we get the high sign, might be a couple of cars at the front that still are strapping in. Thank you, 08. Thank you, 53. A couple of cars there. I think the 29 31 ready to go. Another partner we want to thank before we get fired up here is Celtic Ford. They have one of the booths here at Riverside, and it's employee pricing right now at Celtic. You pay what Ford employees pay until the end of the month, which is coming up next week. You can save up to $16,000 on select F-150s. Plus, they got a new pre-owned center in Antigonish on the corner of Maine and Elm. With Celtic certified pre-owned vehicles, you'll shop, buy, and drive with confidence. Celtic Ford driven by you since 40, uh, 1947. They Hope you enjoy the races. Tim, let's enjoy the races here. Drivers, start your engines. Haven't done that in a while. <laughs> you also gave me the Ann Butcher wrap it up. Yes. No, that, no that's the tires. Oh, sure. But we played charades last night at Scotia Speed World. You missed it. That was fun. Uh, but we're thankful for all the partners we have here at Riverside. Please support them if you can. But first, we got to watch 150 green flag lines at the high banks of Riverside. Oh, sweet goodness, it's great to be back here on the high banks. Crew members will go in and, you know, we, we talk about the, the COVID, the, the new normal. We get to see race cars go around the high bank, third mile at Riverside. We're home. This is great. Can't wait to see how this one plays out. Nicholas Noggle looking for his first Pro Stock Tour win. Greg Proud hasn't won in a while. Brand new race car. Chris Reed going to start in third. Cole Butcher in fourth. And Donald Chisholm in position number five. Want to thank Brandon Campbell for helping us with statics. Our TCM onboards are with Nova Racing today. The 89 of Donald Chisholm and the 88 of John Fleming. Just a stout field of race cars, man. Uh, it, it's been great to see them race at Petty. 660 Scotia Speed World, but we're here at the High Bank Track, Canada's nicest track, Riverside Speedway here in James River. You can see the cars parading around here. Get a good look at them. Some beautiful paint schemes, including the Thank You Frontline Workers Nova Scotia Strong Car. That's John Fleming. And thank you if you are a frontline worker during this pandemic. And yes, we are Nova Scotia strong. We're strong through tragedies, which we experienced in April, and we've been darn strong during this awful virus. We're keeping that curve as flat 
At Scotia Speed World in the front straightaways, we're doing real good. One active case at the moment, no new cases today. It's great as we're going to be doubling up the field. I want to wish a very happy birthday to Cole Sellers, celebrating 16th today. So happy birthday to Cole. Great way to celebrate it is here at Riverside International Speedway. Field will double up. Side by side, 18 cars strong as we get ready to go green momentarily. A lot of crew members we got to thank here at Riverside Speedway, including the great Joan Rui, who's up here with us. She's been doing a oh, lot she's of. Blushing. I can't she's see through the mask, but she's blushing. She has been putting in a lot of hours to try and get this race in. It wouldn't be possible without her and the great Paul McLean as well. Paul's not here today, but I'm sure he's listening on TCM.ca, enjoying this race. But uh, and the Chisms as well, the Chisholm family, uh, for getting this race started. Ladies and gentlemen, this time by, we want you on your feet. Grab your hats, your jackets. Uh, your, your masks if you have them. Let's wave these drivers on. Come on, get to waving. They'll wave back at you, saluting you for coming out and supporting them on the high banks in the Toromata Cat 150. I know one and two can hear me. Oh, that's a beautiful sight over there in one and two. Beautiful feel, the late models getting ready to go. I've got goosebumps. I don't know about you. Uh, my heart rate's 108, Tim. That's that's very high. I, I should probably see a doctor, but first I'm going to watch the Toromata Cat 150. We've, we've got a medic up here if you need it. You're good. Uh, it's true, but uh, <laughs> she, can, she wants to watch the race, too, as you all do, too. One stick in the air from Rob Bonus. That means this next time around, we're letting these cars go loose for the first time since September 2019. It's been darn too long, race fans. Wayne Parker going to hustle that pace car into the infield. Noggle and the beast, Greg Proud, on the outside. Here they come, 18 strong to the green. We're underway in the Toromata Cat 150. And Greg Proud in that big Dodge power to the outside, sprinting down the back straightaway to the early lead. He got some solid testing last week here at Riverside, and he's going to lead the first lap. And here comes Cole Butcher working on the outside of Nicholas Noggle. Cole wants redemption after being taken out during the Mike Stevens Memorial last weekend. Just enough room to operate to the outside of the Rycon Construction 08 is the 53 of Cole Butcher, the Atlantic Tilt Load Chevy. Trying to come to position number two, he'll fall into line at P3. The 89 of Donald Chisholm has found his way to fifth, looking over the 31 of Chris Reed and the two King cars going at it. Jonathan Hicken and Austin McDonald, we've seen this play out in the heat race. Yeah, they were tangling in the heat race. We also saw the 89 and Kyle Reed make some contact earlier. Right now, Donald Chisholm's behind his brother, Chris. That's the battle for fourth. In front, it's PEI Power. What's the new nickname for this number 29, Tim? The Beast. The Beast is in front on lap number four. The 08 car of Nicholas Noggle still has the 53, kind of hanging on the right rear quarter of that Brycon Construction 08. Cole Butcher in the 53 to the upside behind them, about a single file freight trim of about five cars. The 91 car we set on the grid was going to come to the front. He's already picked up a couple of positions. A Heinz Racing Greenfield Enterprise 91 is in the top 10 and 9th. He's chip, chip, chipping away at this field. Still plenty of time. 145 laps left to go in the Toromont Cat 150 live here at Riverside International Speedway. And brother, it feels good saying that. Nicholas Noggle has found himself to second and looking on the back porch of the 29 car of Greg Proud. Noggle takes a look to the inside, flashes the nose of the Camry down there, but that's all it is. Top 10 or so single file. Dylan, we talked about it off the top of the show. There is no competition cautions, no halfway break. You've got to have what you have for the duration. Don't use it up early. 
There is a chance we could go, well, oh, problem now for the 80 car. I was just going to say there's a chance we could go 150 green flag laps straight, but Van Orscott and the 80 will be able to pull off, so unfortunately, Ryan's day, maybe he's having engine problems in both his cars today. That's a crappy start for the ace in the hole. Oh, come on now. <laughs> you left the door open. The 08 and Nicholas Noggle, though, on the charge. He has no slowdown in his vocabulary. We saw him lead a ton of laps in Halifax, and now looking over the back bumper of the number 29 of Greg Proud. A couple of years ago when we had that rain delay in the middle of the, the 250 on lap 74, I think that's the longest Greg Proud's led a race here at Riverside, but he's trying to keep up in front and lead this one. He's led since the drop of the green flag 11 laps ago. Oh, did I feel bad during the triple 50s. Oh, I felt bad because we sent him to the back twice. Yeah, that was a tough go over the 29, but he's got a new Fury race car. King Racing, Fury Racing's got six cars in this field, but we're all single file parading into turn one and two. Nicholas Noggle in front of Cole Butcher. Chris Reed in fourth. Donald Chisholm in fifth. His teammate, Nova Racing teammate tonight, it's John Fleming in the 88. He's running in sixth. In the seventh position, it's Jonathan Hicken, Kyle Reed. Right behind him in 8th, 91, Dylan Gosby. Oh, and a shove from the 48 for 10th. Austin McDonald was in 10th, but Newfoundland's Waylon Farrell putting the pressure on the young McDonald driver. And the 83 of Corey Hall is there as well, trying to give a little encouragement to the King Freight line, number 13. The 48 of Waylon Farrell to the inside of the 13 of McDonald. And McDonald hanging on for dear life on the outside. They dance for that spot. The 83 of Corey Hall trying to duck the nose in underneath that is the battle for position at number 10 right now top nine our single file greg proud has the biggest lead in the top nine it's two lengths yeah he's starting to get away from the zero eight car nicholas noggle and the 53 cole butcher oh I, tim i see you kind of wince up almost they scared me off a turn four Waylon farrell gonna clear maybe the 13 austin mcdonald mcdonald can't go low here comes Corey hall to the inside yeah austin's been dropping back ever since the start of this race it's been a tough early go for the Toramont Toramont cat 150 here at riverside international speedway first time here on the track since well a long time you're giggling over here now tim that's the battle for position number 11 those kids are having fun but they're driving the car sideways. It's like they're driving their legend cars. It's great to watch. Ryan Minorscott's back on track on the number 80. He'll be in front of the leaders in just a moment, and I'm wondering if that will start to hurt maybe Greg Proud because he's charging through the field. Soon enough, he's going to be catching up the slower cars. Cole Butcher up the racetrack a little bit. Almost allowed Chris Reed to go to the inside. The 31 flash the nose of that LMA Energy Solutions number 31 there, but could not get to the inside. And for the most part, we can kind of breathe a little bit. Only side-by-side -side battle is at the back of the field. It's the zero of Matt Vaughn and the 21 is Sean Pierce. So Joan Chisholm messaged me. He goes, are you and Tim not together? We're six feet apart, in fact, actually. We're, uh, we're, we're social just... Social distancing. Social distancing. That, that's the rule. So we're still in the same booth here, but uh, our masks are on and we're a little bit apart here. And we're watching some great battles, man. This is incredible watching Corey Hall and Austin McDonald slam door handle the door handle. McDonald's loose in four. Can he save it? Nice save, Austin McDonald in the 13. Corey Hall motors by. That's the battle for position number 11. Vaughn continues to be side by side with Sean Pierce in about 15th place. Gary Elliott, Ryan Van Orscott, 
also on the racetrack. We started this race 23 laps ago, Dylan, and all 18 starters still remain on the racing surface. That, that's a beautiful sight to see as we're going through the early parts here of the Toramon Cat 150 live at Riverside International Speedway. A beautiful Saturday fall evening as we're going into it here in Nova Scotia. Beautiful weather in the county of Antigonition, James River, and right now it's an Islander in front. And the top five have kind of broken away a little bit, Dylan, from the battle for position number six. John Fleming kind of has fallen off the back bumper of his teammate, Donald Chisholm. He's got Jonathan Hicken behind him. Those two have a history, battling for many championships here on the tour, Fleming and Hicken. And then they got Kyle Reed in behind them in the 42, so strong at the 250 in Fredericton. In behind the 91 of Dylan Gosby, he drove up to ninth and kind of really hasn't made any more inroads in that Heinz Racing number 91, but he's got a fair gap, about a full straightaway, three quarters of a straightaway, back to the 48 car Farrell. Just watching all the action. I'm going to use one of your lines, Tim. Where do you look? Right now the field is spreading out pretty good, spreading like peanut butter and jelly on a sandwich. But the food here at Riverside, Cabanas dishing out some fish and chips, and which drivers going to be able to celebrate with some fish and chips after? Are they going to be heartbroken? Or are they going to be really celebrating? On the early get-go, it is Greg Proud in front of Nicholas Noggle and Cole Butcher. You look at that battle for position number two, Dylan. Greg Proud is pulled away. Nicholas Noggle still has three stacked up behind him. Donald Chisholm knows he wants to go. I think the 08 might be backing up this field just a little bit. You kind of start seeing them line up behind the Brycon Construction 08. Cole Butcher knows it's not time to go just yet, but he's there. Little bit of a warning shot in one and two. No, and you want to hold your position. You, you don't want to move out of the way of a faster car because, um, well, speak of the devil, it happens now. Cole Butcher underneath the 08 car. I was going to mention, you don't want to give up second right now because you don't know if there's going to be any cautions here. There's no competition cautions. But if there's no caution, don't you want to save something? I think That's that might be what Nicholas Noggle's doing. You took the words out of my mouth, and he's side-by-side side now with Chris Reed. That's the battle for third. Donald Chisholm right on the tail of the 31. You know what? We kind of saw that two weeks ago in Halifax. Nicholas Noggle led a ton of laps in that race, albeit there was lap money on the line. No lap money on the line here. But you look at the 08 car of Nicholas Noggle, maybe trying to save a little bit, maybe trying to conserve a little bit. Greg Proud, this is his first start of the season. He told me, he said, I haven't been in a race car in 13 months. I kind of got the itch again, which is a bad news for everybody else. Yeah, he's itchy like he's got chicken pox right now, and he is driving that 29 car like he stole it. Brand new ride, and it's really working for the driver from Prince Edward Island. Eight car of Kent Vincent has caught the 13 of Austin McDonald. Ashton Tucker in behind him. They haven't dialed in that race car. Ashton Tucker still trying to learn the high banks of Riverside International Speedway, but he's battling with... McDonald and the eight of Kent Vincent. The field puts a lap on Gary Elliott. And that's a shame for Ashton because he has been so dominant at the flat tracks here in Nova Scotia, Scotia Speed World, and in New Brunswick. The high banks right now just hasn't been able to figure it out. Hopefully he'll be able to fine tweak it as we go along. But again, no competition cautions. You really don't want to go on pit road, uh, especially uh, with no mandatory pit stops. You're going to lose your position. Yeah, you don't want to lose track position here. We kind of seen it. Greg Proud started up front. Cole Butcher, Nicholas Noggle, the 31 of Chris Reed, all started near the front of the field. Donald Chisholm's had to pick off a couple of spots, but now in the top five as we continue to work around here. The 88 of John Fleming as Sean Pierce goes a lap down. John Fleming, Jonathan Hicken, Kyle Reed still kind of riding. 
The 91 of Gosby has caught this battle, but hasn't really been able to get around any of these race cars as of yet. No, the cars are staying socially distant from each other right now. They're more than six feet apart, as we are on lap 39 of the Toramont Cat 150 here at Riverside International Speedway. Continues to be the 29 of Greg Proud by almost a straightaway now. The 53 of Cole Butcher made the move for position number two about 10 laps ago. He's been able to gap Noggle by about two lengths, but really hasn't been able to pull away a lot or e even make any ground up on the 29 car. It's been tough as he's chipping away through some slower cars. Sean Pierce, the next one on his radar. That means the 53's got to go to the middle part of the track. And these cars, I find they don't like the middle. We saw in the Sportsman Series, uh, the cars were liking the middle. Hot Rod Classics, my goodness, you were seeing the cars almost go to the top of the track. But Pro Stock Racing, very different. The outside is not necessarily the best choice to try and get around cars, but Cole Butcher and Nicholas Noggle clear the 21. Starting to see the five car of Jonathan Hicken come to life, showing a little bit of speed, looking to the inside of the 88 a couple times on John Fleming, but can't get that number five to bite to the inside line. Continuing to work on lap number 44. We'll complete that this time by. Your leader comes across the stripe here. Cole Butcher about a half straightaway back. And Everybody really finding a spot to race right now. Closest battle on the racetrack. Besides that battle for about 14th place is the battle for position number six. Yeah, it's starting to really heat up with John Fleming's had a whole lot of Jonathan Hicken and Kyle Reed in his mirror. Don't forget about Dylan Gosby as well. Now your leaner, Greg Proud, is going to be coming up to a gaggle of cars in a moment. The zero, Matt Vaughn, the eight, Kent Vincent, and I am not used to saying this, Tim. Ashton Tucker might be going a lap down here in a couple of laps. Yeah, Ashton Tucker's hoping for a caution flag and looking around. All oh, the eight car problems for Kent Vincent off of corner number two. Might be off the pace, was battling with the zero car. Now they're side by side ahead of Greg Proud. That's two Islanders side by side. Kent making his 236 consecutive start and his fellow Islander splits the zero and the eight. Wow, there's a little wiggle from the eight and the, eight, uh, eight and the zero. 29 gets around both of them. And now the eight car battling with the zero. That would be the free pass position if the caution flag were to come out. And the next driver up on the list to be lapped, the two of Ashton Tucker. It's very rare that I've said that, but it's a strong possibility here. The next would be Austin McDonald in the 13 as Greg Proud is getting away from the rest of the field. Cole Butchers in second, Nicholas Noggle in third, Chris Reed from Sydney in fourth, and in fifth, it's the hometown boy, Donald Chisholm. Down the back straightaway, we will complete 50 laps this time by one third distance. It's been all green for Greg Proud. Cole Butcher and Nicholas Noggle currently in your top three. Chris Reed hanging there and then Donald Chisholm kind of all by his lonesome right now in position number five. Yeah, he's starting to get away from, uh, well, his teammate, the Nova Racing 88, the thank you frontline workers Ford, John Fleming. Great to see John back at the track. Normally drives the 97. I'm used to seeing him drive the 97. But today he's in the 88 car, and right now he's having a solid top six run. Jonathan Hicken tucked up tight behind him. The 42 of Kyle Reed has a 91 of Dylan Gosby filling up his rearview mirror. They work around the number 21 of Sean Pierce, Corey Hall. Kind of having a quiet day right now in position number 10, trying to catch that battle in front of him. But for the most part, everybody maybe riding around here, trying to log some laps as we work down the back straightaway. 29 to Greg Proud, about a half straightaway lead. Back to Cole Butcher. Nicholas Noggle hasn't let the 53 out of sights. Now, you were mentioning that, you know, Greg is getting it back behind the wheel and, and, and start racing again. 
did use up a lot of that car at the start because he got away and he got away quick, but that's the strategy sometimes. Again, you don't know what the race is going to be like. you got to try and grow your lead at the start. Heaven forbid a caution comes out and it just eliminates it like that. Greg Proud, your leader's coming up to five slower cars and two fast, three fast cars make it that way are coming up soon. Yeah, I don't think he's used up all of his stuff, but you look at the 53 of Cole Butcher. We saw it at the Jim Hallahan 250, especially strong in the second half of that event. So we'll keep an eye on, you know, about lap, if we stay green about lap 75, lap 80, lap 85, and as I say that, the side-by-side -side battle ahead, Austin McDonald putting a lap on Gary Elliott, Ryan Van Orscott is there. And one thing you said earlier that you don't mention a whole lot, Ashton Tucker to the outside of the leader. It's not a battle for the lead. Ashton Tucker, one lot down. I'm sure a lot of New Brunswick fans are hearing that saying, Tim, what, what, what are you on right now? That can't be right. No, Ashton Tucker just went down a lap. Now he's in the lucky dong position. If a caution comes out, but he might not be there for long because Greg Proud is chewing his way through the field. Next objective. The young Austin McDonald, oh, the 80s loose in front of the leader. He was side-by-side side as they were coming out of turn two. That could have been bad. That could have been a lot worse than it was as Greg Proud now sets his sights on Austin McDonald. And Cole Butcher has three pieces a lot traffic to contend with. He goes by Gary Elliott. He's got Ryan Van Orscott and the two of Ashton Tucker right ahead of him. The five of Jonathan Higgins finally cracked the cork to the inside. Goes the five. It's the John and John show down the back straightaway. Hicken Country is about to go nuts as John Fleming, a dominant driver here at Riverside's on the outside of Hicken. He was a little loose coming out of four. That's going to open the door for Jonathan Hicken, and he'll grab P6 from the 88 car. Kyle Reed following suit. 42 of Reed, 91 of Gosby, and here comes Corey Hall in the 83. John Fleming to the outside, being freight train. 91 looks to the inside, Gosby Fleming side by side at lap 62. It's still the Greg Proud show at the Toramont Cat 150. He has led 63 consecutive laps from the start. Cole Butcher in second, in third, it's Dartmouth's Nicholas Noggle, Sydney's Chris Reed in the 31s in fourth, and in fifth, it's Anaganish's Donald Chisholm in the Nova Construction, Celtic Ford 89, just sitting in the top five right now, Tim. John Fleming has fallen to position number 10. Corey Hall got by the 88 on that lap, but now the 29 of Greg Proud can barely see that number 88 of John Fleming at the end of the straightaway, but he's got McDonald and Waylon Farrell. These two have been going at it since pretty much the start of the race, but now they got the beast behind them. Yeah, this is going to be a this is going to be a little bit of a problem because that's the battle for the lucky dog position. You know, Greg Proud's going to get around him here. So, how difficult are the 13 and the 48 going to make it for Greg Proud? Are they going to try and let him force him on the outside? No, Greg's going to stick his nose in there. Has to hammer the brakes because Austin McDonald said, "Ah, uh -uh, you're not going to get that easy for me." Raw bonus waving the move over flag for the 13 of McDonald, the 29 of Greg Proud to the inside. They both have King Racing on the front of those race cars, so. Don't want to put a shine on them just yet as they come out of corner number four. And Greg Proud continues to work. These lap cars are going to get harder as he gets a little closer to the back or the front of the field, whatever way you want to look at it. Austin McDonald is not giving up. He is staying consistent with the 29 car. You know what that's doing, Tim? Slowing down the 29 car. Cole Butcher, inch by inch, is starting to get closer to Greg Proud as he just can't shake the 13 away. Can't shake the 13. He's got the 21 of Sean Pierce directly ahead along with the 48 
of Waylon Farrell. Greg Proud trying to put Austin McDonald one lap down. If he can put the 13 one lap down, that will put him in the free pass spot and relegate Ashton Tucker to the second driver one lap down. Cole Butcher's a quarter of a straightaway away from your leader, Waylon Farrell, directly in front of the 29. Austin McDonald, very impressive on the outside, keeping consistent pace with the leader on lap 71. Yeah, I think the 53 at Cole Butcher is closing on this battle for, or it's not a battle for the lead, closing in on the leader as he tries to lap Austin McDonald. McDonald not wanting to roll over, wanting to stay on that lead lap. Waylon Farrell directly ahead of them. And they continue to march around this racetrack. Lap number 72 completed. Three laps shy of the halfway point already. And it's all been green flight competition. Oh, are we going to go three wide, Tim? The 29 finally shakes Austin McDonald loose. Now he's going to try and get around the 21, Sean Pierce. Two cars, one straightaway. Greg Proud now on the charge to get near Waylon Farrell. This is exactly what he needed as the 48 Wolves move out of the way of your leader. Cole Butcher gained a little bit of ground on the 29 of Greg Proud, but not a ton of ground in order to uh, really make a difference. He's still got two lap cars in between them and the 53 of Butcher still trying to clear the 13 of Austin McDonald. McDonald hanging on the right rear of the 53. Slick little move to get to the outside of the 21. He's crisscrossing, trying to chop his way through the field. He gets around Sean Pierce. Well, nearly they're stuck side by side in the middle of one and two. And we've got a battle for third on our hands. Here comes the 31 of Chris Reed, taking a look to the back bumper of the 08 of Nicholas Noggle for position number three in through lap traffic. They've got Austin McDonald and Sean Pierce side by side, dead ahead. Oh, Greg Prime was loose coming out of turn two. The next car to go in lap down will be the 83, Corey Hall. He's in ninth right now, so Greg is just knocking off cars off his list like it's Santa delivering presents, just checking them off one by one. 08 of uh, Nicholas Noggle takes a look to the outside, puts a lap on the 21. Chris Reed trying to follow him through, and Donald Chisholm not too far behind them in the battle for position number three. We passed the halfway point already in this one, Dylan. Clicking them off, 78, make it 79 this time, completed. Cole Butcher making easy work around Waylon Farrell as they're drag racing to turn number one. Farrell moves out of the way of Cole Butcher. Cole looking for a big W tonight after heartbreak at Petty last weekend. If you're unfamiliar with what happened, Cole was leading the first 110 laps of the Mike Stevens Memorial. Mandatory pit. I heard they put the wrong tires on the 53. So then he was uh, further back in the field on the restart. When you're stuck in the middle, you can sometimes get caught up in other people's business, and that's exactly what happened. Then he got hit by his brother, Jared Butcher, and that car's not even here. It's destroyed completely. Yeah, a lot of damage on the front of that number 50 car from one week ago, and Jared here, but obviously not with the race car cheering on his brother, Cole Butcher, right now. Position number two, hello, the 08 of Nicholas Noggle, the 13 of Austin McDonald. Might have swiped, swapped a little bit of paint there, trying to put that 13 a lot down. Enter the 31, another King Racing car. That's Chris Reed looking for third. Oh, they're bumping doors. Nicholas Noggle body checks the 13 up the track. It's, you know, Austin's kind of reminded me of Cy Harvey. It's the guy that you just, he, you're going to have to work to get around him. Yeah, working to get around him now is the 31 of Chris Reed. We saw the 29 of Greg Proud have to work to get by the 13, and rightfully so, trying to stay on the lead lap. And, Right now, the 13 is the second car, one lap down. And looking through the field, the 83 of Corey Hall to the inside of the 36 of Gary Elliott. He's picked up a position. You mentioned him about 
uh, a couple mo moments ago, being the next driver that could be one lap down, it's now John Fleming in car number 88, currently 10th, Greg Proud bearing down the 10th place car. Now Greg is going to be coming up to, oh, seven, eight cars in the next lap or two. We're on lap 86 of the Toromont Cat 150, live at Riverside Speedway. This is about the time where the tires start to go away. The fuel's burning off a little bit, car gets a little bit lighter, and the car starts to handle a little bit different. 86 laps in this green flag run, Dylan. First time this season at Riverside. You don't come out to a test and do a 100-lap run. So this is uncharted territory this year for these drivers. This is, and this is the first time we are here. We usually kick off Riverside season in June when the temperature's warming up. We're going to be having it going down here. It's about 24 degrees and sunny uh, for anyone listening at timscorner.ca. Honestly, that is just the perfect driving condition because the tires won't blister too much. The track isn't scorching hot. The engine shouldn't overheat. The driver also shouldn't overheat. They're still going to get pretty warm here, but it's not like the IWK 250 when it is a scorching hot. Kyle Reed to the inside of Jonathan Hicken. That's a battle for position number six. Give it to the LMA Energy Solutions number 42. Corey Hall is closing in on that battle for position number six. They got a long way to go to go to position number five, which is currently occupied by Donald Chisholm. And actually, Donald Chisholm on the other side of the racetrack from this battle for sixth. Ken Vincent moves out of his fellow Islander. Greg Proud, he gets out of the way. And Greg also put a lap down on the 88 car, John Fleming. Next car will be Corey Hall going a lap down, but he's got a pretty good distance in front of your leader, Greg Proud. 92 laps led for the number 29 car. Kyle Reed shoveled up the racetrack a little bit. Jonathan Hicken takes a look to the inside, not letting that position go easy. The 83 of Corey Hall in behind, the 91 of Gosby in behind him, and then a couple of cars back, now only between the leader and the 91 would be the 80 of Ryan Van Orscott as I think this battle for six is probably the most intriguing on this racetrack right now. Keep a half eye on that battle for position number three between the 08 and the 31. Again, where do you watch? Yep, it's a, it's a tough one as Gary Elliott, the Ironman, great to see him back here in the 36. He goes another lap down. But it's all about surviving here at Riverside, and it's been a pretty tame race so far, knock on wood, because as soon as I say that, you know a caution's going to come out. But it's been tame so far, but yeah, Tim, that, that battle right now between the 42, the 5, and the 83, it's really starting to heat up here. Yeah, it's a great little battle amongst friends, and they may include the number 91 of Dylan Gosby in this if they continue to swap positions. The 83 of Corey Hall has saved something. I don't think he saved enough on this green flag run if this thing does stay green to the end, but the five of Jonathan Hicken has the 83 bearing down. Oh, look out, the number 89 shoves Austin McDonald out of the way. Austin had his hands full there after Donald Chisholm gave a little bump and run. And that's been brewing for a couple of laps. The 13 of Austin McDonald had the 89 in behind him and now tries to pull away from that battle and Donald's trying to track down the next driver on the lead lap ahead of him, and it's about a half straightaway ahead in the 31 of Reed. Donald's been stuck in fifth the entire time. Really, the top five hasn't changed during this Toromon Cat 150. It's been the Greg Proud show as we're coming up to two-thirds the way through. Lap 100 for the 29 car as he comes around turn three and four. Cole Butcher second in third. It's Nicholas Noggle, but Nickel Nicholas is knee-deep in lap traffic. Noggle trying to get by the zero of Matt Vaughn and also trying to keep the 31 in and behind him as they continue to work around this lap traffic. Conveyor belt of race cars around this racetrack. The 
31 Arena has cleared Matt Vaughn. Dives that car down to the inside, trying to take position number three away from the 08 of Matt Vaughn. And in behind, Donald Chisholm trying to work his way through all this traffic in front of him or between him and Chris Reed. At the final part of the Touramont Cat 150, thank you all for being here this afternoon and listening online. Our good buddy Jesse Thompson from Petty Raceway listening this afternoon. Jesse, you're tuning into a, well, so far a pretty calm race, but uh, there's been great battles all along the track, but it's been the Greg Proud Show so far. I want to say hello to Robert Campbell, who's listening in from Lincoln, New Brunswick, just in the shadows of Speedway 660. Hope you're headed to the Ricky Bobby 150 tonight, but you're hearing a great race here from Riverside International Speedway. The five of Jonathan Hick has been able to gap the 83 of Corey Hall a bit. About 10 laps ago, we were talking about it being a three-way battle or a four-way battle. The 42 of Kyle Reed has put the throttle down. He's pulled away from the rest of these guys battling right in front of the leader. Greg Proud is catching up to another Islander, Dylan Gosby. King Racing's teammates, we'll call it, right in front of the 29 car. The Beast showing off how powerful it is at Riverside. Gets stuck behind the 91 car. Dylan Gosby trying to go on the outside of Sean Pierce. Sean a few laps down. And, and this, this is the part, Tim, where Greg loses a lot of time when it's too wide in front. That's the time Cole Butcher is able to get a little bit of an advantage as Cole has been riding around in second since the wave of the green flag. Greg Proud got that thing sideways off of corner number two. There's no saving in the vocabulary of the 29. The Beast about to put a lap on Dylan Gosby in the 91 car as they go down the back straightaway. 108 laps and they've all been green. No caution so far at Riverside for the one and only race of 2020. Quick and painless so far. No cars have pulled off. The only car that had problems earlier was Ryan Van Orscott in the 80, but he's back on track in the ace in the hole 80 car. Last place right now, and he will be approached by the leader in just a few minutes. Talked about the handle going away on some of these race cars, Dylan. The 91 of Dylan Gosby right ahead of your leader, now behind your leader, was sideways coming at a turn number two over those bumps. These drivers, 110 laps is a long way around here. You know, maybe a little bit of driver fatigue. It's not a hot, hot day here. The uh, temperature's starting to come down a little bit, but you still have to mentally remain focused for 111 laps, and we could go another 39 to the finish. Now, I remember at the Jim Hallahan 250, one of Cole Butcher's team members was bragging, oh, Cole was coasting by the end. You think he's going to be hitting the chip now, trying to catch up to Greg Proud? <laughs> at this point, you kind of have to. Oh, five car, Jonathan Higgins sideways ahead of Corey Hall. That was a close call. They maintain forward momentum, but both of them got to go. When's the last time we talked about Jonathan Higgins going a lot down? He dominated last weekend at Penny. It's very strange. It's strange saying Ashton Tucker went a lap down. It's a possibility now that the five could go a lap down. Now, we are closing in on almost half the top ten going a lap down. How much do you try and block the leader? Well, you got to battle amongst yourselves for that position because that's the battle for position number seven, Dylan, coming off of corner number four, right ahead of your leader, Craig Proud. And the 42 of Kyle Reed's having trouble getting through traffic. The 80 of Ryan Van Orscott, the 36 of Gary Elliott, among those ahead of your leader as we will complete 116 right here with the 29. If there's any time that Cole Butcher can catch up now without a caution, I got a feeling it's going to be right here because 
Right now, Cole's only got the 29 in front of him. Greg Proud has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cars in front of him. This could be the chance for the 53 to try and pounce on the 29 car. If you gotta go, you gotta go. The 53 of Cole Butcher's standing on it right now, but he's still about a half straight away in behind the 29 of Greg Proud. But the 29 of Proud has really caught the rear of the field. The 83 of Corey Hall, the five of Jonathan Hicken. You know, up to, the, up to the zero car in the 13 who were battling one lap down there. They're ahead of the leader as Corey Hall goes one lap down. Yeah, that's Fury Racing. They're basically a giant stable. Corey moves out of the way. The leader now, to kind of change the narrative of what I was saying, do you think the Fury Race team kind of works together and say, hey, block for me a little bit, will you, if I'm winning? I don't think they will. Uh, they're race car drivers. They know it's not their day, and it could very well be their day the next time that Greg Proud or Cole Butcher tries to uh, get around them or vice versa, but looks like the eight car, Ken Vincent gonna go lie down. Heavy traffic for the 29. He puts a lap on Van Orscott, puts a lap on Vincent, and oh. comes up on the five. Oh, we almost went three wide, Tim, as Ken Vincent's having an awful day. He's been slow on the bottom as Cole Butcher now goes around the number eight car. Gary Elliott gonna go another lap down. Jonathan Hicken, the next car in line to go a lap down. Yes, I said that. Jonathan Hicken's about to go a lap down on lap 122. Kent Vincent to pit road in car number eight. He's slowing that car down to the attention of the tire, tire Canada.ca crew. The 29 of Greg Proud to the inside of Jonathan Hicken. He will put the seventh place car one lap down. Just utter domination from Greg Proud. His first race of 2020. Cole Butcher's got a lot more races on that number 53 car. More experience, but hey, you know what? It, it looks like the 29 didn't necessarily need the seat time. No, not at all. It's just like riding a bike, albeit a brand new bike and nice and shiny for that number 29 as he'll try to pull away from Jonathan Hicken in the five, the 83 of Corey Hall battling side-by-side side with Gary Elliott, not for a position, but still going around this racetrack, 17 Pro Late models trying to make it happen. The two Nova Racing teammates have found themselves, albeit John Fleming getting passed by Donald Chisholm to put him one lap in the rears. 24 laps to go in the Toramont Cat 150 at Riverside International Speedway. We are flying by this afternoon. Sportsman feature, we saw Jeffrey Breen go to victory lane. The legend Cy Harvey grabbing another checkered flag in the heart of a champion Hot Rod Classics. And we very well might see the 29 grabbing a checkered flag too. How cool of a story would it be for Greg Brown to pick up a checkered flag in his first start in his brand new race car. Sometimes it takes a couple of races to really dial in a race car. There's no, uh, there's no dialing in time here for this 29 team. They have shown the way for most of this race. I think the lead is shrinking just a little bit, but I think Cole's gonna need a little help to get there if the 29 can stay under power like he is. Cole is catching up to the five, Jonathan Hicken. Now how cooperative is Hicken with the 53? We've seen those two cars tangle on many, many tracks, including Scotia Speed World and Riverside. I, you know, I heard Jonathan Hicken mention on race time radio that Riverside, he has good runs here, but it's just not his track. He just hasn't, doesn't have it fully dialed in compared to Petty. It's just not his place here. And he's gone a lap down running in seventh. His Achilles heel trying to pick up a win here and looks like he's gonna fall short in the Toramon account. One of 50, less than 20 laps to go in this one. They'll come by this time and Greg Proud will have 18 laps remaining. In the Toramonica, 150, Butcher in a second, 
Third belongs to the 08 of Nicholas Noggle, still being hounded by the 31 of Chris Reed. Top five has not moved since the wave of the green flag. Cole Butcher's having his hands full with the number five car not getting out of his way. Now he does. Cole Butcher underneath Jonathan Hicken to Kai and shake that number five car out of the way. He's only got 17 laps to catch up to Greg Proud. Greg Proud dominating performance here at Riverside International Speedway. Comes by this time with 16 laps remaining. And for the most part, your lead lap cars have pretty much found a place to race. Kyle Reed's the next one to go a lap down of your lead lap cars. He's got a couple of one lap down cars in between him and Greg Proud. Cole Butcher is still side by side with Hicken. He just hasn't been able to get rid of him. He's been stuck. I, I don't want to say any conspiracy theories, but that's a Fury Racing car next to second place, and the Fury Racing car is in front. 53 of Cole Butcher trying to get by the five of Jonathan Hicken, the zero car. Matt Vaughn gets out of Dodge. And the 53 is losing ground as he goes side by side with Jonathan Hicken. 13 laps to go for the 29. Cole slammed on the brakes going into turn three. Going to try something different to try and get around the number. Five contact, five spins hit by the 53. Caution out on lap 137, but that's probably gonna send Cole Butcher to the back. You would think if it's no fault, that would be the, the call, but we don't make those calls. We're over here. We're in our own bubble. We are in our own bubble. Oh my, this is gonna this is gonna be an interesting call. Oh, 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 hello. The five nearly pulled in front of the 53 when he was getting going again. Uh, hold on, I don't think we're done here, Tim. I don't think we're done. I think Jonathan Hicken's gonna say, Maybe F you, to put it cleanly. Well, he put, maybe the one finger salute. Well, the five's gonna come to pit road. The, the five was a lap down car, Cole Butcher trying to catch the leader, but the five car would have been your free pass car if we got a caution. So does that give the free pass to the 83? We'll find out here in a bit. But we are under our first caution. Ladies and gentlemen, what a run by the Parcher Trucks Pro Stock Tour. 136 laps consecutive green. And we've got a Saturday afternoon shootout, 14 laps, as Matt Vaughn comes to pit road. You are here, the Toramont Cat 150. Toramont Cat is your cat dealer across eastern Canada, dedicated to supplying you new and used equipment, delivering superior customer service and exceptional product support in the markets they serve, all in the Maritimes. Three locations here. If you're looking to get some crushers or maybe a new paver or a new front loader, they've got it all for you at Toramont Cat. Three locations in Nova Scotia, and New Brunswick, and we thank them for sponsoring tonight's race. Also, like to give a salute to Steel Volkswagen, the Maritime's number one Volkswagen retailer. Lots of brand new pre-owned and other VW-certified inventory in Atlanta, Canada. Check them out on Facebook or SteelVW.ca. Want to say hello to Lawrence Hopper, who's tuned in from from home. Had a uh, big night last night at Scotia Speed. Real finished off the uh, 2020 campaign in Halifax, so he's sitting back with Barbara, says he's a couple of beers in, supper, supper beer, I guess went down easy. Uh, Save the best for last. Wanna say hello to Brittany Hoyt, who's listening in from uh, Fredericton, uh, finishing up the deliveries for Keswick Kitchen, and uh, we will, you're, you're motioning to the racetrack here. Dylan, what are you seeing? I am wondering why the 53 hasn't been sent to the back yet. He made pretty hard contact with the five, and I, I wouldn't say the five came down on Cole Butcher. Well, it looks like we're still trying yep. to... Play. There we go. It's the 08 car, Nicholas Noggle, going to pull ahead of the 53. And the 53 will pull down here. Cole Butcher, I believe, will be going to the back. I mean, that... that, the, that the 83, I believe, is your free pass car. I think that's why he's to the outside, Dylan. Yep. 
And that's the call. That's fair racing. No fault cautions. We saw it a couple of weeks ago in the 250 with Dave Oblinas and Cal Hatfield. Cal Hatfield, a lap car. Dave Oblinas was the leader. If it's a no-fault rule and two cars are involved, unfortunately, as much as it might suck and heartbreaking, that's the rule. Speaking of rules, plenty of COVID-19 rules and public health rules. Race fans, we have to remind you again, at the conclusion of the Touramont Cat 150, we need you to stay in your seats until security helps you exit the facility. So don't all go running for the gate as soon as the race is over. You have to exit through the entrance you came in, not the traditional entrance we had in 2019. So when, you, when, you're, when, when you're packing up, don't sprint out of here. There, there's no big traffic. There's only 1,200 of you here. Just hang tight. Just wait until security is able to get you out in an orderly fashion. It's going to be row by row. It's how we're going to be going out here per section. So seven cars on the lead lap here, Dylan. we got the 29 of Greg Proud, the 08 of Nicholas Noggle in second, the 31 of Chris Reed, the 89 of Donald Chisholm, the 42 of Kyle Reed, and the 83 of Corey Hall is your free pass car, 53 of Cole Butcher is the caution car. He'll be sent to the backpack by the looks of it. What do you got? You got a present from Tara Foster. Yeah, I got a, I, I got a well, it's got some, it's a pro stock tour shirt. I see. Do I see a Wayne Smith car on there? Is I it? see John Fleming, Wayne, Wayne Smith, Smith, Dylan Blankhorn. Wish he could be here tonight. Yep, he's Cole, probably listening in Toronto. Cole Butcher. Yep. Uh, it's celebrating 20 years of racing. So that must be a prototype. I, I, one of a kind. It's mine now. Well, I, I mean, that, she didn't make any big man sizes, so <laughs> have to have to have a little chat with Miss Foster. You, you'll have to ask her. So we are under caution on lap 136. If you're tuned in as we're going to double up the field here, Cole Butcher to the back after making contact with Jonathan Hicken. Jonathan was a lap down, but oh, brother, this is going to spice things up. Greg Proud has led 136 consecutive laps. Nicholas Noggle, here's a big opportunity, Tim, on the outside restart, starting second. How about Chris Reed in the 31 from Sydney in third, Donald Chisholm fourth, Kyle Reed going to be restarting in fifth, and Corey Hall getting the free pass. He's going to be restarting in sixth. If you're at home, if you're like Lawrence Hopper, it might be time to crack another cold one because this one is going to be a very exciting finish. For this Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour, 136 laps consecutive green will complete 137. We come by the stripe to take the green flag. Rob Bonus in the flag stand looking over the field, I believe. This time by, yes, sir. One lap to go before we go back to green. Just want to give a salute as well to the Santa Fex ex-women basketball team for running all the food from Cabanas today. They did an excellent job. We're all well fed. And we've got a 14-lap shootout to find a winner for the Toramont Cat 150. Greg Proud has been dominant the entire time. Here we go, race fans. Green flag is back in the air. Proud is loose. Here comes Noggle on the outside. Proud spun the tires. Nicholas Noggle to the outside. And Noggle sprints to the lead off the back straightaway. Donald Chisholm works to the outside of Chris Reed. What a restart from Nicholas Noggle. Greg Proud, dominant for 136 laps, is now in second. He spun the Tires on the restart. Donald Chisholm up the third. And here comes Corey Hall on the outside of the 31. Corey Hall gets the free pass, and now he's battling with the 42 of Kyle Reed side by side for position number five. 
Greg Proud, do you have anything left in the tank? Nicholas Noggle, Hoffa Carlin, the head of the 29. Was the mullet a curse for Nicholas Noggle? Very well could have been. He is in P1 with 10 laps to go in the Touramont Cat 150. Single file top two, it broken away from Donald Chisholm. Chisholm running away from Chris Reed and Kyle Reed, the Reed brothers, four and five right now as we work down the back straightaway. The 08 of Nicholas Noggle, the 29 of Greg Proud. Noggle trying to win his first pro stock race at home in style. The Brycon construction Toyota Camry's got that fresh air in front and how, how is that gonna really help that 08 as Greg Proud is within half a car length here at Riverside Speedway. Wow, what a what a change of events on that restart. Greg Proud led 136 laps, and we've got Field bunching up. No wrecks, but they're stacking up at the back. Oh, they're trying back here. Waylon Farrell and Dylan Gosby side by side. That's a one-lap down battle for ninth as they continue to work around here. And Cole Butcher on the back bumper of Jonathan Hicken. Keep a half eye on that. I think they'll be okay. Seven laps make it six to go this next time by. And Nicholas Noggle, six away from the checkered. Donald Chisholm in the Catbird seat in third. Chris Reed in fourth. Kyle Reed in fifth. You never know what can happen. You want to try and keep as close to the front as possible. Greg Proud just not having the same car he had earlier. Five laps to go in the Touramont Cat. 150. Single file for your top six. The zero car up the hill at the back. We stayed green. Greg Proud is there. He's close enough to make a move if he needs to. This time by four laps to go for the Brightcon 08. I don't know Greg to be a dirty driver, but he dominated all the race. He probably wants to really get this. A little bit of a bumper to the 08 out of two. Down the backstretch into three. Coming up to three laps to go. Donald Chisholm sitting watching this, licking his chops in position number three. Chris Reed right in behind him. Nicholas Noggle has Greg Proud behind him by a half car length. What a runoff too! Nicholas Noggle has won in Florida. He is two laps away from winning in home territory. Two to go from Rob Bonus. What does Greg Proud have for the 08? Another little shot to the bumper. A little wiggle from the 08. Nicholas Noggle still holding down in front. Coming around turn three and four. One more to go at Riverside. Nicholas Noggle sees the white flag first. The 08 car of Noggle trying to win his first pro stock tour race. Greg Proud close enough. Does he lick the stamp? Down into corner number three. Greg Proud drives it in, but not close enough. Noggle's the first time winner on the tour. What a race. What a finish for the Touramont Cat 150. He cut the mullet off his head, and now that head's in victory lane. Race fans giving up for Dartmouth's Nicholas Noggle winning his first pro stock race here in Nova Scotia. Give him a wave, race fans. This guy is so freaking excited in the 08. What a show. Reminder, fans, you need to stay put in your section. No heading out quite yet. Just wait for security to help you get out. We're going to go row by row, zone by zone. So just hang tight and check out this interview with the Pro Stock Tours, Tim Terry, and watch Nicholas Noggle burn some more rubber down. Here he comes in the front stretch. Well, almost. He's going to do the Polish victory lap, I think.
Tim Terry's down in the front stretch. Tim, let's chat with our very excited winner. First one over to the window to congratulate Nicholas was George Koskulix. He's probably going to need a haircut more often. That must have been what was holding him back. The Brycon Construction Mobile One Toyota Camry into victory lane. Donald Chisholm coming over to congratulate our winner. Taking a couple of moments to collect his thoughts. Big smile on his face. He's got a mask up before climbing out of this car. A winner on the Pro Stock Tour. He's out of the car. I can hear you now, Nicholas Noggle. His mother coming over. Welcome to Victory Lane on the tour. Talk about that restart with 14 laps to go. I, I really wasn't looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie, but it was like, let's make the most of it. We're here. And man, it, it hooked up off of four and definitely gave me what I needed. Did you expect this thing to go 136 laps green? You were hanging out there in third for the longest while. Yeah, no, it was like, oh, let them go. Get, get out there and burn their stuff up. They'll come back. Then it was like, Okay, it's still going, it's still going, it's still going. Uh, are we going to have a caution? And luckily we did. You win the race of the World Series to kick off this season, but this is home. This is Riverside International Speedway, the Parcher Trucks Pro Stock Tour. 1,250 people, we got fans back in the stands. How cool is this? This is awesome. It's the best way to bookend the season. We start with win, and I'm glad to end with a win. This is amazing, Tim. Where's the crew around here? They're all behind us. Who's on this crew? Because I know they work hard. Yeah, I got to thank Mom, Dad, Beach, Nick, Kale, Mark, Kenny, Mike, and of course, the, all my crew, my sponsors, just everyone. This, this is awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Go celebrate. Thank you. That's Nicholas Noggle, folks. First time winner on the tour. Well, Greg, we'll give you a mask. I know this isn't the way you wanted to, to finish, but it's still a trophy. Second place with a brand new race car. What's the thoughts after this one? No, it's pretty disheartening. I mean, I give him credit. He got me on the start. And I still believe I had a good car, better car, but just I didn't want to take him out. I gave him a couple of shots and he held it. So, oh, it's pretty disheartening, but I'd really like to thank all the guys at King Racing. Like they built me a phenomenal car. I never had one like this right out of the box. And, haven't drove all year, so a little rusty, I think, and then restarts, I guess. And thank all my guys. Everybody put a lot of time and effort into to getting here. And it was uh, really good. If it wasn't for my mother and father, I wouldn't be here. And first start of the season, brand new race car and 137 laps green. Did it tire a young fellow like you out at all? No, I think I was just so pumped up, it didn't seem to bother me any, but I said, that's just, uh, it's a good car. I'm really, really happy. and. Uh, just didn't finish first where we should have, I think. So tuck it in, get it ready for 2021, right? Yeah, she can go up in jack stands and away we go. Congratulations. Thanks. That's Greg Proud. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the driver of the number 29. Dominate it. This Cat 150, Donald Chisholm. We come home with a third place finish. Not bad after 137 laps of green. Yeah, not bad. Um, just happy to be back at a racetrack. So, uh, 
Glad everybody was patient with us all uh, all summer. We've been trying to pull this off since uh, since May. So uh, here we are. It's good run. Uh, congratulations to the 08 and the 29. Good run. I really wasn't fussy about that last restart either, but uh, it actually helped us out. Car took off and uh, it's good. It was a long run, 140 some laps, six. 137 laps, and I was going to ask you, you only, you only have a couple of starts this season. Did it wear you out at all coming towards the end? Oh no, Cecil decided to go back at it. We should run a 250, so this is easy. So we can add a couple more laps, you're ready to go? Oh yeah, we're good to go. So you've got a trophy, she's got a couple of trophies this year, so not bad for the season for the Nova Racing Team? Yeah, I guess not bad for a short one, so uh, hopefully we'll be back for a full one next year and uh, more chances at more trophies. And it sounds like from George, the party's going to start here now, right? What's that? The party's going to start with George here now by the sounds of it? Oh, he's been looking for beer all day. I had to keep it from him. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. That's Donald Chisholm. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for your top three in the Toromona Cat 150. Back upstairs to Dylan Langell. Thank you very much, Tim Terry. Just a reminder, if we're leaving here, keep your distance. The security guards will help you get out. We're going to do a row-by-row -row exit, so uh, just make sure to follow the rules here. They'll wave at you to let you know to head on out in an orderly fashion. So we appreciate you following all the rules. Remember, face masks need to be on even exiting the facility. And we thank you for cooperating with the COVID-19 rules. We know it's not the funnest, but it's the, the safe way during this pandemic. And thank you all so much for being here this afternoon at Riverside International Speedway. What a show. Glad you got to check that out. But again, we still need to follow the rules. Just maintain distance between other people. Throw that face mask on while you're exiting the facility. And this is going to be one for the record books, big time. Oh, what a finish. Nicholas Noggle getting his first pro stock win here in Nova Scotia. He's been hunting for that. Finished in the top three at the Jim Hallahan 250. But now he finishes P1 in the Toromon Cat 150 at Riverside. Yeah, congratulations to this field. Dylan, 137 laps consecutive green. Hats off to all the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour competitors on putting on a great show. As we get ready to close off the short season here, I know Dylan's getting ready to go to Sydney tomorrow. Rob's getting ready for next week. He's got a big race in New Brunswick. I can see the smile through the, the mask. Dylan, what do you got? I uh, just want to give a notice. I know a few race fans were waiting for their food from Cabanas. Uh, you know, we're just kind of trying this new system out. If you're still waiting for your food, just hang tight in your seat. We'll make sure to send one of the St. FX basketball players uh, to check on you. Uh, and we'll get that food shortly. We apologize uh, for the inconvenience. Uh, we're just tinkering on a new system here. And, uh, again, it just uh, for next year, we're hoping that it's going to be uh, – fine-tuned but again it's uh, experimental and we thank Cabanas for being here and we hope you enjoyed their food but again if you are still waiting just hang tight in your seat and we'll make sure to get someone to you and we'll try and get that food and have a little dinner a little little post-race dinner how does that sound Tim Terry that sounds pretty good did you order me something I enjoyed mine very much I enjoyed this race too I, I love seeing Nicholas Noggle get that win mulletless I'm telling you it was bad luck it had to be. Uh, final thoughts in this 137 laps green. Great run by the tour. The Napa Sportsman Series, Jeffrey Breen going to victory lane. Big first win here. Nicholas Noggle, big first win. Cy Harvey's won a couple, but it's great to see him in victory lane too. It, it, it was especially. And, uh, and what a run from Greg Proud making his 
2020 return, finishing second. He had the dominant car, but it just takes one restart to change things up. And Cole Butcher uh, finishing well back in the field. Looking through the top 10, Suns gleaming on the scoreboard, so I'll try uh, my best here. The 08 Nicholas Noggle winning the Tormont Cat 150. In second, it's Greg Proud in the 29. Donald Chisholm getting a top three finish. Chris Reed and Kyle Reed finishing in fourth and fifth. Cole Butcher will come home in the sixth position. Seventh, it's Corey Hall. Looks like John Fleming in the eighth position. Waylon Farrell in the ninth position. And rounding out your top 10, Austin McDonald in the number 13. Again, we appreciate all your patience, fans. We know it's a little slower today with the canteen even exiting the facility. Just take your time. We finished up here at... Well, just a little bit before 5 o'clock, so we're going to be driving home in daylight. So we hope you enjoyed today's races. Uh, we wish we could have more this year, but it's uh, one and done, unfortunately. IWK 250 is on for next year. Keep tabs on the Riverside International Speedway Facebook page along with riversidespeedway.ca to find out more information about what's coming up next year. And we don't know if all these rules will be still here next year. Best to prep just in case. But again, we appreciate your patronage here this afternoon, and we appreciate you sticking around uh, if you're still waiting for your food. We certainly apologize for that, and uh, hopefully we can get it to you here in the next coming minutes, or if not, we'll see if we can get a refund for you uh, as we finish up this evening's festivities. Just waiting for Tim Terry to get back up here in the booth, and we'll close this thing out. Well, I got one other guy in the booth with me, and we heard him on earlier. We haven't done too many interviews here. Uh, Noel Fougier, the anthem singer. Noel, you were up here with us watching that. What would you think of the racing today? Well, it's certainly great to be back here at Riverside after such a long hiatus through what was an uh, unexpectedly extended offseason. But great, great racing action all day. Great for uh, Nicholas Noggle to come home with the win. A um, little bit unfortunate for the 29 car. I know that big Dodge motor was... Looking to get wound up there in that final restart, but he just couldn't get it done. But like I said, certainly great to be back here at Riverside, even though it may be just a one and done. How often do you warm up your vocal cords to get ready for the anthem? You did a beautiful job today. <laughs> Thank you. It's certainly a, a bit of preparation, but you know, when you're doing it like as, as much as I am, it's something that just kind of comes to you. Absolutely. Uh, you know what I noticed here, Noel? You're a resident around Anaganish. I realized something's different looking at turn three and four. They, they did some clear cutting. There's like hardly any trees over there. Yeah, we're certainly getting a lot of uh, infrastructure coming in here to Anaganish over the last couple years, especially this being a university town with St. Avex. Uh, a lot of good stuff here coming for the future of this town. Well, we look forward to having you back here in 2021. That's Noel Fougier, the anthem singer here at Riverside. Uh, he did a spectacular job, and hopefully you're singing the American National Anthem, too, with some of our American friends coming back to the racetrack. But uh, we're just rounding out the broadcast here. Tim, what a race, man. Uh, this was an excellent 150. Big thanks again to Toromon Cat uh, for supporting local racing here in the Maritimes. And we got to catch a breath after that one. Yeah, that one did not disappoint. That was great to see. Uh, long stretch of green flag racing, great shootout at the end. Only one caution in that race. So congratulations to all the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour teams and drivers. And first win for Nicholas Noggle, Greg Proud, first time out with that race car, finishing in second, and Donald Chisholm on the podium in position number three. So that was great. Uh, looking forward to the next one, but we're heading to Sydney tomorrow. Are you excited for that? I'm pumped for it. We're going to head to Sydney tonight and get all, uh, you know, you kind of just uh, chill out after this race. And, uh, yeah, we, we were going to see Ronnie McKay, who just finished second. And we're going to see Sean Waterfield, a couple other drivers making the trip to Cape Breton, and we're pretty excited for that. And, uh, 
you know, who knows? We, we can have some fans there tomorrow, too. Yeah, that's, that's the plan, I believe. Plan to uh, believe, okay. Get a hold of Greg Dow or Sydney Speedway. We'll post it on their Facebook page. We're, they're still trying to figure everything out. Okay, 10 4. So, want to thank everybody for listening in. If you want to listen to the Sydney race tomorrow, you can do so on timscorner.ca, same place you listen today. Or you can watch the race live on video, timscorner.tv. Yeah, it's it, a, a picture. You know, it says a thousand words, right? Even more. So we're going to be at the short bull ring, uh, very different compared to Riverside. But uh, it's been a fun uh, being here with you. Been fun seeing the smiling Rob Bonus waving at us as he takes his flights. Rob had kind of a light night tonight. He had the heart of a champion. Oh, yeah, you just got the black flag, though. Well, he, got the, he had the heart of a champion race, too. No, you just got the black flag. He waved oh, the black I? flag oh. at you. We're, that means we're done. Oh, no, no. So congratulations to Nicholas Noggle on his first Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour victory. Greg Proud, Donald Chisholm, Chris and Kyle Reed, your top five. That's going to do it for us here at Riverside. On behalf of the whole Riverside staff, Dylan Langell from Riverside and the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics. My name is Tim Terry, the voice of the Maritime Pro Stock Tour. Until next time, or until tomorrow at Sydney Speedway, I guess, keep the hammer down and we'll see you at the track.